2: The
3: Bat-Mayo experience.
4: Bat-Mayo experience. Bat-Mayo experience. experience welcome to the bat mayo experience week two nfl picks against the spread game previews what are you looking at on my screen how horrible my record was. yeah it happens when you make bad picks you have a fucking shit record pal anyway Picks against the spread, game previews, suicide picks with Jeff can't make because he's out of suicide already, super locks, free money. We got it all for you. The coin is here. If you out there want to help out the show, smash the like button to the episode and in the comment section. Tell me your favorite over, under, or spread pick of the week. If you are listening to the audio version of this podcast, rate it five stars. If you're feeling generous, leave us a review, all right? And remember to subscribe to Mayo Media Network. If you're watching this on a Wednesday morning, I'm doing a live golf chat at noon Eastern on Mayo Media Network. If you want to check that out, if you're listening afterwards, I don't know, you fucking missed it. Uh, Listen to it on demand or something like that. U.S. Open Week, we have shows up for that as well, along with the full Scope of fantasy football and betting coverage. You can find everything in the description that is already out of this podcast and video. The Listener's League link for DraftKings filling up very quickly for NFL Week 2. You can find that in the description. FTNBets.com. Use code MAO if you're serious about betting this year. Why don't you use the tools and shop for the best lines possible? That's always a sensible move. FTNBets.com. Promo, Mayo, get yourself a discount. And we have two winners of the FTN Daily giveaway and the FTN Bets giveaway. Nick Hauser and Dave Jackson, your money will be refunded to you. Thank you for signing up over at the FTN Network. Hope you win a ton of money this season. Well, it didn't cost you a dime. Well, it did cost you a dime, but you got all that money back and you have the entire year worth of football. I think college football is included with that too. That's everything I needed to get to right off the hop here. Trying to power through it, Jeff Feinberg.
5: I'm used to long spiels. We do the golf show. Yeah, that was takeaways. quick. That was less Things than two to minutes. get rid of, yeah,
4: yeah. The coin is here, like I said. The coin uh, tied you in picks last week.
5: It was it was ugly. I will preface by saying um, you haven't gone the records yet, but what, did I go 5 and 11? Yes. I went 5 and 11, but... On my documented pics I gave on Twitter Sunday morning, I went 3-3-1 three, three and one and also was able to hit my super lock. So that in and of itself seems a, like a small victory because the big picture here was
4: horrendous. Yeah, it turns out Phillip Rivers
5: sucks. <laughs> that was, I seen the movie. I've been to that movie. I lived that movie. I
4: acted in that movie. Paul is on the ones and the twos, directing the cameras, and as always on the Spread Pick Show. If you have a hilarious moment to help us keep track for the end of the year that you see, put the time code in the comment section. That way, I can clip it very easily when the time comes around, in order to make a best of when I don't want to work on Christmas Day. The ninth member of the team, coming in hot. His name, Tim and August.
0: Tim August.
6: That is uh, not my name.
4: Heard you were uh, getting a little teary-eyed there on the weekend, pal.
6: That's not quite an accurate depiction. there's every dry basement and I Anyway, it was not a fun game, what can I tell you? Okay. I don't even want to really talk about it that much. I don't think people want to hear about it that much.
4: Well, we have to go over our records from last week. So, uh, Jeff was 5 and 11, Tim you were 5 and 11, the coin was 5 and 11, Pat Mayo 12 and 4. Hot start to the year. Chasing a, you it's down. It's the best week I'm going to have all year, week one. I don't know. We can catch you. Yeah, it's impossible to catch me with 16 weeks to go. Yes, correct. I once came back from you on six games in week 17 to beat you for the year. Just saying, seven games is... Uh,
6: we've spotted you a very healthy lead, put it that way.
5: I feel like I've done this, did this last year, like worse. Maybe it was like three and 13 and got it right back to 500 within like a, two weeks. So yeah. and and gonna, I mean, now I already... In the whole, gotta start the quest back to five. And I need
6: to eat some humble pie because I had great feelings about week one. That, yeah, I was very ice cold about it. Uh, there were certain games that I loved that I was dead wrong about. I, I was wrong about a lot of things. And part <laughs> of this show is about accountability. <laughs> and I'm accountable for the bad picks I made and the prognostications that I anticipated for the season. I was wrong about a lot of things. But I guess the best thing about figuring it out how wrong you are in week one is that you don't have to persist in your mistakes. You can you can switch things up and, and not be so wrong. Like for this week, I had trouble picking games I liked this week, for example. And that's, that's just how it is. I'm second guessing
4: and third guessing myself. Uh, the Giants could not come through for Tim no. on Sunday or Monday evening. So he lost his super lock for the week. Jeff, you and I both were old saints. Let's go saints. I actually, spent- I had a big money bet on
5: yeah. yeah, and I spent some time to watch it again after because I, like you, super locked. That means that will be the bet that I will probably be the most committed to. I wanted to see it again, and I got a lot of things to say because I was busy during that game.
4: Um, watching the Chargers and, yeah. the, and what is already at the very top of the list is worst game of the year. That, sure. It was horrible. Yeah, whatever. It was horrible. And the early <laughs> slate was so good, and watching that was just like tear your eyes out bad.
5: Listen, I don't watch to be entertained, bro. That's not, when I do other things, other te- television things, anything, it's about entertainment. When when I watch that team, it's just heller, high water, when nothing else really matters. We'll break it down. It's going to be long. It's going to be an ugly, boring year there, but we'll get You've to that. you had more fun than I did. Oh, at least, dude, you, you were,
4: I heard about you. Honestly,
6: I didn't deserve it. I didn't deserve
4: <laughs> that. Well, we'll get there, uh, Tim. Your uh, your free money teaser, 0 one to start the yeah. year, uh, lifetime. I had the record wrong last week. Your actual f- true record on the free money teasers is six and sixty eight lifetime. That's a pity. Yeah, I had it five. Well, and worse,
6: remember, you don't need to be even close to five hundred to make money on these. But yes, fair enough.
4: Do you, do, you six, do you think that six? Do you think that sixty two games under five hundred is profitable?
6: No, I do not. But I'm saying it sounds worse that, than it is. And if you bet that one weekend when I hit two teasers, uh, you could have made a lot of money.
5: Okay, fine. But what's the reality? It's like... That was three the, years ago. No, but That's on the, the only yeah. thing
4: he brings up is he once hit two teasers <laughs> <laughs> in one weekend three years ago when it was impossible to lose yeah. a teaser. Don't it was forget, like a Thanksgiving middle
5: Sunday, Sunday yeah. or, or Thursday. All three games middled. Um...
6: <laughs> Honestly, let <laughs> me have this. No, no, just, no. just let me have this. I need this. I, I want to
5: bring it up again before there's the individual individual reasons to pick on you. Yes, I had a bad week, but I acknowledged on the show I don't have a clue what's happening right now. You, on the other hand, were like so cocky that this league is as it's just so easy to figure out, and you had all the answers.
6: I had all the wrong answers. What do I tell you? Except for in uh, suicide. I had the right answer there.
4: Jeff is out after taking the Colts. Tim, you and I advanced. Uh, Tim took the Patriots. I took the Ravens. So at least I was on there. the blowout. That that, that made me feel really good. Uh, Hopefully I can continue doing that. I'm not out in week two, which I believe I was last year. First game, Thursday night football. Bengals at Browns. The Browns are favored by six points. 44 is the game total. Did you know that each... The past 16 games in this rivalry have been decided by at least seven points. 13 of those 16 were decided by 10 or more points, nine of them by 14 or more points. So this game just swings wildly one way or the other way for either team. So if you like the Bengals, maybe well bet them to win if you like the spread, because you know if they're, they're going to cover it, they're probably just going to win. I actually kind of like the Browns here. Everyone's just kind of, everyone, if you watch the Bengals, I think you felt like they were better than they were because uh, Burrow got better as the game went along. He didn't look quite as rattled in the fourth quarter as he did in the first quarter. That They looked like a very competent team. Just you know, week one, rookie quarterback. The defense didn't look as... But maybe the defense is good. Maybe Tyron Taylor sucks. Uh, and the Browns couldn't have looked worse in week one. Like if the Browns had just kept it close against the Ravens, they're probably favored by 10 in this game, aren't they?
5: I, yeah. I anticipate betting this game. I anticipate betting betting on... Cleveland you sort of alluded to it Joe Burrow you have to grade him on a curve like that's the only fair way to do it and by that I think he had a very good game you mentioned it was an ugly start they kind of left him on an island Uh, at least they left their left tackle on an island against Joey Bosa and Joey Bosa made him pay all the first half and Joey Bosa even made him hear footsteps on plays where he wasn't there that being said, late in that game, Joe Burrow made a horrendous turnover. And then the next time he got the ball with the chance to win or tie it, he took his team right down the field and looked comfortable. So by That's all accounts.
6: Perfect pass and got a very bad pass. By all accounts, it was,
5: uh, a, I think, fine. I, and I like to look at a guy in the huddle. Like, does he command these guys? And he looked like he had full um,
4: control of it. And he was accountable after the game just like Tim was this week coming onto the show. And to say, like, it, he's an accountability buddy if you want to pair up with Tim on this. But at the same time, like, it, we were talking about the records, like, you guys are 5-11, and 11, I'm 12-4. and four. I benefited greatly from a bunch of n- either pass interference penalties or non-pass interference. Like, Chicago coming back, the no-call in the Rams game, the no-call in the Bengals game, although that would have benefited me because I had the Bengals.
6: It was a call in the Bengals game. Yeah, it, it should was, have been a no.
4: Yeah, so, like, all those, like random things at the end of the games all actually went my way. So I'm, I'm waiting for just the shoe to drop for me here. But I, yeah,
5: I will say outside of the Bengals, in my opinion, really didn't move the ball for, for almost three quarters. Their only touchdown was set up by horrible special teams penalties on both sides in a short field. Um, but he got more comfortable as it went on along. I actually expect the Browns to, uh, win this game pretty comfortably.
4: This feels like a game they can just keep it on the ground. I want to see what their secondary injury report is though cuz like they had no DB.
5: But the last Bengals night. have injuries. They have injuries on their D-line, on their O-line that the Chargers are uh were okay. sorry, they've injuries on their D-line and the Bengals the Browns running back should be able to take advantage of of that you would think. And Joe Burrow a kicker who faked an injury when he missed a field goal? And Joe Burrow, I mean, we're talking about a guy that's been putting bad spots for first overall the we talked about it all offseason the no rookie orientation the no installation the no rookie mini camps the no training camp the no preseason game or at least any proper versions of any of it now after his first game a short
4: week feels like a bad draw again against a team who just got absolutely demolished too and looked horrible
5: yeah but i don't know maybe he could prove i'll say this about joe burrow by the end of the day, 1 o'clock, I don't have any doubts who the best long-term quarterback in Ohio is, though.
4: Yeah, that's probably Despite true. who
5: I think is going to win this football
4: game. So, Tim, we're both going Cleveland minus six. The coin is taking Cleveland minus six. <laughs> who are you taking? I'm going to take the Bengals. There's too many points, like you said.
6: I think Cle- Cincinnati's got the better quarterback. I think that the Browns are at risk of being like a week five, let's trade everybody we can for picks type of team. I don't see much there to believe in. I didn't before the season. I didn't last year. I just don't see it. I think there's something that isn't gelling, that isn't clicking there. I mean, it's one thing to lose to Baltimore, uh, a team that you were able to compete with last year. It's another to get just destroyed like that. Uh, what a lack of preparation that shows from a coach. Other than Gase, the Browns head coach, did the worst job in, uh, in week one. Uh, just, just abysmal showing from him. That, that, that's disgraceful from that whole team. And now you're asking me to lay six points at home. That's really not a home anymore because there's no fans. You know, in a very, very short trip, you're asking me to lay six points with that team in division. I think that's silly. I'll take the Bengals. I would prefer to bet the Bengals to win outright. And uh, we're going to tease the Bengals uh, oh, up. It's going to end as early. The first end of a, uh,
4: a five team
6: uh, money or a five team teaser.
4: So you're teasing them up to 11 points? We are indeed. There's 12 teasing. points, sorry? Yes, 12 points. It's a six point tease. Six-point teaser for Tim. Going to be over? Well, this is, this is always the fun week, because you can always just double down on Tim's losing teaser after Cincinnati loses, then lose again. Yeah.
5: I'm going to bet Cleveland minus the six, and then I'm going to look for an alt-line Cleveland minus, minus thir- like, 12. Minus 12. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: just to well, get like I the said, week these going.
4: games are rarely close either way.
5: I don't want to be just down week. a couple units before I lose money on golf, though.
6: I somehow doubt it will be the 58-48 shootout of years past.
4: I think that happened in 2006, Tim. 2004. Like Holcomb? Kelly Holcomb versus Anderson. Derek Anderson. Kenny
6: yeah, Anderson. no, it was Kelly Holcomb and I couldn't have been Derek. No, it couldn't have been Derek Anderson. It would be Kelly
4: Holcomb and Carson Palmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. That's true. We got, you said, yeah. Those then Derek Anderson were. came in in 2006 and made the Pro Bowl for the Pirates. <laughs> All right, let's go to Sunday. That's what matters. Kicking it off, San Francisco 49ers coming east. Tim had the Jets winning this game. They are now seven-point underdogs against the San Francisco 49ers, who are kind of banged up here. Like, Kittle may or may not play in this game. They have no receivers. Kendrick Bourne is the guy that we're looking at, uh, who could be the wide receiver one for the 49ers in this game. Forty-two and a half is the total. All lines from DraftKings Sportsbook, by the way. Tim, let's start with you here. The the Jets, pretty good. Um, when they have the first pick, do you think they'll take Trevor Lawrence? So I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> no, you have
5: to.
6: Who, no, I don't
4: have to. It's get me to, to. Jeff, don't
6: who's the favorite? Who's question. the
4: favorite to pick first overall? It's the New York Jets. Is it? It is.
5: See, I, I was so curious if we could get updated lines today with Washington winning, with Jacksonville winning, with Carolina putting up a 30 spot, like, okay, being competitive. Well, what is Kevin
6: Lawrence going to do with this offense at the moment, the way it was designed last week? When, what you, is he going to make first downs on third and 10 when you call a screen? Like, I'm sorry. Like, there's one thing to say Sam didn't play well, because he didn't play well. He threw a couple of really nice passes. I S- got drops. but he also, Well, he did. There was a bunch of drops from the Jets, but he also made a couple of, particularly that interception, was a terrible pass. But, again, Gase did not have that team well prepared. And it comes down to poor preparation again and again. That game, I mean, now Sam missed a wide-open touchdown that would have made it 21-7 before the start of the fourth quarter, and they would have had some real shot in the game. But he missed it. Like, he had some bad mistakes. Uh, This team is obviously much, much worse than I was hoping that it was, and I can live with that. Okay, it is what it is at this point. I don't have ridiculous expectations for this team. <laughs> let's look at, let's, I don't, I'm, I'm fine. This, te- this team, I don't think is going to be the worst team, but I think this team is now closer to a five or six win team. Uh, it took a game for me, I guess, to have the blindfold ripped off and for me to take a stark look at reality. It was more like a clockwork orange being forced to look at it. I suppose more than anything else. because I didn't want to watch anymore. It's like George C. Scott, turn it off, turn it off that that's sort of basically what that game was for me to watch so now we look at this game i was like god that's too many points for san francisco because there are they are beat up and they are traveling across the country why in the name of heavens would Kittle play they don't need him for this game debo's not gonna play like this is a 13 10 san francisco win or a 16 10 san francisco win are we gonna win this game no
4: i can't imagine it
6: You already picked nice. them to,
4: you already picked them to win yeah, well, I told
6: you that I'm changing my mind on some things after this week. Like I said, I've come to my senses a little bit. I, I'm going to pick the Jets to cover, but I'm not with any great conviction. We're, we're just in a bad place. We're poorly coached. People need to get fired. Greg Williams needs to get fired. The, on the defense, May showed some, some life and showed some, some, some real talent, and I was excited to see that. That was about it. Crowder on the offense made a couple of nice plays. He also got himself wide open for another touchdown that Sam didn't throw. So that was nice to see. But in the end, this is a very bad, very unsatisfying. They played very poorly and I haven't got a whole lot of hope going forward. So it is what it is at this point. Uh, And in some ways it's good, right? Like I don't have to worry. I don't have to stress or get anxious or excited. It just is what it is. I can just sort of float and watch the games as impartially as I can and just kind of hope for the best and expect the worst and how many minutes that, did it take you to get
5: here like 40 minutes 40 minutes into the season you were retreating on Twitter you you threw yeah, up I'd the white right. flag 40 minutes in
6: yeah I'd say that's about right that's what it took for me to see it was sort of like I was like in Plato's cave I got to walk outside for the first time and saw what was the shadows on the wall and realized oh my goodness how wrong I was uh, I make no bones about it. I was wrong. It takes a man to stand up and say when he was wrong about something. Does, does it and take Does wrong. it
4: take a man to watch a football team uh, in week one of the 2020 season and be crying in a basement, See, according to I, all reports?
5: I heard about riot. this. I heard about this. I
4: wasn't crying. There was a
6: tear or two, but it was dry <laughs> down there. And I don't know <laughs> if I was blinking enough, to be honest with you. I think that might have been. What was going on. And also, I was sort of forlorn. I was crestfallen, too. I won't deny that. that really was really like, pathetic. That is one of the most pathetic things that anyone has ever texted me. Oh, please. I hear this all the Paul. time. Paul.
3: I just wanted to say that it took considerably less. You know, the game started at 1 p.m. This says 1.25 p.m. There's a white flag that Tim posted. So, 25 minutes, uh... I mean, you could argue that why does Gase have a job written at one seventeen p.m. That uh, that he had had already given up at that point. You get the ball off a
0: turnover.
6: Josh Allen, who was sloppy with the ball and did not play to his potential. Josh Allen was the only reason that game was a 10-point game. If he plays like that, the Bills are in real trouble. Well, there's, there's
4: also that the Bills, like, stopped trying in the second half. No, but he missed wide open
6: throws. He was very laxadaisical with the football. Like, as a Bills fan, you're happy to get the win, but you should have been very, very, very concerned with how Josh Allen acquitted. You know what saying, I'm but...
5: concerned about as a what? Darnold supporter believer? Is that, is that
3: he absolutely sucks. Is that I
5: had serious blinders on there. This, th- yeah,
4: well. I, I'm I'm very, very
5: I'm, I'm concerned. I'm very who, concerned. Who,
4: who's worse, Darnold or Baker? I mean,
6: you supported him first, Jeff. Not me.
5: <laughs> I, that's why I'm I, I, I'm entitled to maybe have held on in my belief a little longer. I, um, I still believe. Too. I saw I, I, so many. I saw so many horrendous decisions.
4: Maybe try uh, not throwing him. off your back foot every throw. Yeah, that, I, that I could agree. be a start.
5: Uh, the year I, is is crucial, and Tim, here's your problem. Well, maybe not your problem. Maybe it's your out. Is it's not just Trevor Lawrence? There are other quarterbacks that will be worthy of probably top five picks next year. Put it this way, and you yeah, guys the could be the Jets you guys could be forced into a. I don't know. It's too early to get into this, but no. I do like if you're actually the favorite to be first overall. That's funny to me.
6: We'll make the wrong decision no matter what we do. It doesn't well, matter. Like with Darnold.
5: So what do you make? Uh, you're in, not even giving in the a bills world card.
6: where they fit in a world where they have the first pick? yes, obviously. I still don't think that'll happen. I still think there are five to six wins on this schedule, but we'll see, I guess. I don't know, but I think you know, in terms of this game I, I think the Jets are the right side and it, it, it's t- for the reason I made it not because I have any great love for the Jets in this game, It's just San Fran looked very pedestrian against Arizona, and they're beat up, and they're coming into a game that how can they possibly be up for it so?
4: They they lost week one. I I think if they they roll Arizona week one, this could be a bit of a trap spot for them, but they're injured. I think they're just going to turn to Jimmy G just to kind of bump. Like, who are the Jets stopping? No one. They have probably the worst defense in the league. They have terrible players. Like, can they score on San Francisco's defense? Can they score a point? That's going to be tough. Maybe Jimmy G, like, you know, fumbles near the goal line or something like that, and the Jets can return it. And maybe it's not like they're going to be tackling. Maybe he just, you know, sees a reflection of himself, is enamored, too handsome. Let's go with the ball. Seven seems like a lot of points with how banged up the Niners are. But if they can get to 20 points, they're covering this, and I think they get to 20 points, so I'm taking San Francisco. So is the coin, by the way.
5: I will take San Francisco as well. Uh, Like you said, I think if San Francisco had won even a close game, even a sloppy game, i probably inclined to take the points here, which probably does feel like a bit of value with the Jets. Um, and I don't hate the idea of backing the Jets plus these points. I am just here to appreciate. I want to thank Tim because Tim's apologized. Tim has been accountable, but I have not seen the people who made the Jets, the story of the NFL off season, be accountable. I have not well, seen the articles. I have not seen the articles from these people who told me that the Jets that presumably exist, according to you, that the Jets were the story of the offseason. And I want to see where these people stand and the articles they've written about the Jets because they never existed in the first place.
6: Well, they did. That's a very fair point. And I can tell you that the Jets' Reddit boards on Monday morning were very dark.
4: Imagine the type of loser who's on a Jets' Reddit board.
6: I mean, like, it was just basically group therapy.
4: The sad existence, Tim. Why don't you pick a new very, team? Very sepulchral. We'll put it that way. All right. Let's move on from the Jets. Far too much time. Bills at Miami. Paul had a good point about the Bills, who are favored by six. We went from five to five and a half. It's now six on DraftKings Sportsbook. They're a bunch of lock sacks. Forty one is the why because they beat the worst team in football? That's fine. No, but and now they have the Dolphins in week two also did not look very good whatsoever. The Bills are favored by six in Miami. Uh, Paul, kind of, you said it best. Like, even if the Bills go 2-0 and here, you have no idea what the Bills are.
3: No, we played the worst team in the league week one and probably a bottom 10 team in week two. There's, it's not until, like, I think we play the Chiefs in week six. That's when we'll know. Hopefully Josh doesn't fumble twice in the red zone. Like that that should have been an absolute smash, smash job against the Jets. I don't have I don't have the schedule.
6: I play the Rams next week at home. Will they be where they will be yeah, underdogs? Yeah,
3: that's a soft team. We're gonna beat them up.
5: They will not be underdogs.
6: Yes, they will be. The the pub yes, they will be underdogs. The Rams are becoming a very public Do you want to want so much steam that they were favored over Dallas, starting as a plus three? A home dog. Yeah, neighbor, that, if that ever, was just
5: like, like a sharp against no, Dallas. That was more like a betting thing uh-huh. and a Sunday night football. The Rams, okay. the Bills being 2-0 at home. The Rams will have then had their back-to-back East Coast games. Uh, they'll not be favored. I'll bet you right now that I guess we have to assume both the Rams and Eagles. If the Rams and Bills both win... I will bet you that we have a standing bet that the bills will be the favorite next week. You okay, say the Rams. like the
6: Rams go into Philly next week. If they go into Philly and win and they'd be Dallas and Philly back to back.
5: I don't care. Uh, people I were, people were high on Buffalo before the year. And then all they go out and do is win the first game of the year in a, in a pretty handled fashion. And I expect them to cover uh, this game here. And one of the reasons things that made me sad on Sunday, like minus football is just such a different game. From like not being with, if you don't have a favorite team, like and you're it, not with your friends, well, it's like a profession for you. You, it's a little different at this stage. Football
4: is, bleh.
5: <laughs> like, I would caught myself like watching Wingfoot flyovers in the one o'clock. Are you and, serious?
4: I had eight games going at a time. I could the early slate of games was great. I that, that Vegas Carolina game, I was all in on that game. I was all in on the Bears no, coming
5: back. I needed my. I just, I just, I wasn't. Talking about not playing with Philip Rivers for the first time in X amount of years, I was where I have. How do I put it? Since before Phillip Rivers was the Chargers quarterback, I was in the same place week one my entire life. And I wasn't there this week. And that just it just took my my soul
4: away. It's and funny because everyone else I talked to had the exact opposite reaction. Everyone was so fired up for the kickoff to happen at one o'clock. Like I, I just, I've waited for this for so long. I watched mm. way too much of the dolphins cause they um. played Patriots. <laughs> oh yeah. You were watching with, with gubbed out Patriots fan, uh, but I do want to say dolphins fans
5: And a real life thing that had nothing to do with me. My heart hurt for the great people of Buffalo for the party that they didn't get to have, and oh, what yeah, would have yeah. been McCry going on? What would have been your... going on there as they pave the like just papered the Jets week one yeah, yeah. on a beautiful fall Sunday at Orchard Park? Oh, the internet videos we would have gotten, we lost out of that anyway. Yeah. This Bills team, I I I think they present a recipe that can just take advantage of this game. They'll be they'll win this game. They'll cover. Yeah, they'll be two and zero oh at home.
4: The big thing with the Bills, I mean, Josh Allen threw for over three hundred yards yeah. the first time in his career in Week yeah. One, so that was impressive. And he made his
5: sloppy mistakes. He just he'll yeah, be
4: fine. That's what he's gonna do you take the good with the bad with josh allen hopefully that there's more good than exactly. bad and then hopefully the defense holds its end which they did although they do have injuries at linebacker but i do think that their running game is going to be superior to their passing game just because of the dimension that josh allen can open up and now with moss now with singletary that you can really run all over the dolphins like realistically they have two great corners and if the bills don't have to pass they're not a team that's going to force passing just because who's making plays for miami I mean, Devontae Parker is he may out or may though? not play. No, he may or may not play. That'll be a problem.
6: is becoming a playmaker, too. He made a couple of really big catches in this game. Okay, oh, I'll just let my cards out. I like, is, I like Miami in this game.
5: If Gusecki is, I like him as well. But I like him as like a low bargain like, like fantasy, fantasy pick-up. Guy. Yeah. If he's like a primary guy against a defense as stout as Buffaloes, I believe that will be a problem. This also goes back to the fact I feel last year – Miami, for all the great things they did, they underachieved. And while I believe they're probably overachieved. going overachieved, while I believe they'll probably be a better actual football team when this season is over, I don't think that will necessarily show in the win-loss column. And this is not a game that I see as winnable for them, at least in my opinion.
4: Uh, in the last six times these teams have played, Buffalo has posted 22 or more points five times. Well, Miami has scored under 22 points in all six of them. Won't there games. be fans? They'll
5: fit. Fa- there's a lot of fans. Yes, there will be.
4: Well, yeah, they actually are opening up uh, Miami to 100% capacity. You just wouldn't notice because that's all their fans. <laughs> yeah, the one
6: time I went to a game at Hard Rock, it was not a very rawdy, uh, raucous and rowdy atmosphere. I'll put it that way. But nevertheless, I just think, I don't know, I don't trust either of these two QBs. I think they're incredibly turnover. Uh, so, so Sam uh, Darnold good, Josh Allen bad is your stance? I don't think, don't think I said that. I said I think both these QBs, Fitzpatrick and Allen, are very turnover prone. I thought the Dolphins' defense, given the onslaught they took last week, held actually pretty well against the Patriots. I I, I actually thought that was a relatively impressive showing. I think the Patriots got a much better offense, whatever Buffalo thinks it's rolling out there. So... Yeah, give me the uh, Dolphins and the points, please.
4: Now, I'll take Buffalo minus six on the road here. Uh, they won by almost six points per game on the road last year, which is kind of incredible. They were really good away from Orchard Park. Defense tends to travel really well. Running tends to travel really well. Did you think that there was more? I think it was maybe in the early slate, Jeff. I don't actually have the numbers on it. Didn't it feel like there was a lot more scoring? Than we were used to. Like it felt like a lot of overs were coming through in the early slate of games. Like the road teams without all the crowd noise, like they were able to execute their offenses a little bit better.
5: Yeah, even Aaron Rodgers says the first time he ever heard like casual clapping from the sideline
4: in his life. Is that because most people just boo him?
5: No, I well I just means like it's so weird. Like it is startling even for players. They're experiencing things they've uh never experienced. Yeah, there's no it mm-hmm. really, you could argue, takes a big variable out of the game, and it's coaches versus coaches and players versus players.
6: Yeah, and I Seattle, guess the refs
5: are the overriding thing in all of it. But
6: Seattle, Oakland, and uh, the, uh, the, the Packers had no trouble scoring on the road last week. So if you have an offense who can put up points, the road is not nearly perhaps as intimidating as it once was because just the crowd noise can't get piped loud enough to disrupt you.
4: Paul... How do you feel about uh, Tim's like very anti-Buffalo bias here? Are you worried that like after they beat the Dolphins or if they beat the Patriots in a few weeks, just like all of a sudden he's going to be all on board with the Bills?
3: Yes, just keep the same energy week in and week out, Tim. Uh, Tim. We've honestly at this point, got, if I had to pick. We've got I would this pick: taken the Patriots control.
6: over the Bills, and would be happier if the Patriots won the division than the Bills. At least they'd earned it. No one, no one believes you, Tim.
3: Yeah, please They've don't jump. It. Please don't jump on us. Did you don't say the jump Bills on us <laughs> after this week? Okay? you say
4: <laughs> that the Bills haven't earned it because they only beat the worst team in football?
6: I think people are getting very excited about a Bills team that got very lucky to face a Jets team that didn't bother to show up. Uh, so they showed up. They're just bad.
4: Like they have bad. You know, when you have bad players, you're not going to win
6: football games. They certainly played badly. I don't know why we're rehashing this. It just makes me feel sad.
4: Good. You should feel sad. Your horrible preseason comments. 15-1, and the Jets are so good. (laughs) FC East winners. Oh, here's another Tim team that got cursed in week one. Lions at the Packers. Lions fans, not too impressed. There's a lot of fan bases out there who are not too impressed with Tim at the moment. The Lions, (laughs) not quite the Broncos, but very close to that list.
5: I heard from a lot of Bronco fans as it pertained to Tim.
4: Minus six, the Packers are favored at home in this game. 49 is the over-under. Would you believe me, Jeff, if I told you that the Lions have covered six straight games against the Packers?
5: I, that seems weird, but I remember a late season in Port. Yeah, I,
4: I don't know. When you sort of try to uh, piecemeal it, you remember a lot of close games. The last time the Packers scored more than 23 points against the Packers was in 2017. For whatever reasons, yes. these teams just play each other really close. And maybe They're that's different. teams. So maybe they know each other. That's fine. Can I talk or are you talking? Oh, I forgot. This is the part of the show where Tim hosts. Go ahead, please. I mean, it's that they are divisional opponents and they know each
6: other. The referee screwed Detroit out of a victory on Monday night last year. And, uh, you know, if it weren't for a Lee Evans situation, the Lions would be 1-0 and this would be like a four-point spread. But Swift dropped it. Very concerning for those of us who picked the Lions to win the division. I don't know. What do you think, Jeff? I I think the Packers are in trouble. I think the Packers are uh, a little bit too favored in this game. I think there's some value on Detroit.
5: I'm going to take Detroit plus the six here. I don't love it. I'm actually really concerned that it's going to be a lot of weeks of Aaron Rodgers
4: f u mode. I don't buy into that shit. I'm I'm on Detroit here with the points as well. You don't buy into I don't buy Aaron into Rodgers No, I don't buy No, a, I don't buy in that people were mean to him so he's better now. He's the same as he always was. He's good. He does bear grudges, though.
5: Uh, I don't know, man. This guy has got a list, and he crosses names off with lipstick.
4: That's such
6: a ridiculous I mean, statement. No, nope. I mean, it it's, is true that he does that, but I don't know if it affects his game.
5: <laughs> okay, fine. I agree with what Tim said. That.
6: He, he certainly holds grudges and, uh, you know, doesn't let things go for years on end. But I'm not so sure whether that, like,
4: Makes him great. play. I mean, he already plays. Angry great player good. played playing. Yeah, great. great player plays great. great. Player playing great. <laughs> yeah. I, I, so b- the years before the grudges, when he plays bad games, he intentionally played badly.
5: I don't know, but it's always good. These guys just—it's a good kick in the ass at maybe a right time in his career. That's all, and I think shit like that matters.
4: It doesn't, but sure.
5: There was something else stupid like that I wanted to say.
4: Hey, maybe. I got
5: so lucky. That bear's comeback, I thought I was dead. I went five and 11. I thought it was going to be so much worse. I thought I was going to be 0 and 5 with my documented, or the picks I gave on the internet on Sunday morning. Uh, I got the bear and redskin come back, and I got out of the morning 2 and 3.
4: Whew. Yeah, sometimes when, when, you, you, whew. when you're staring 0 and 5 in the face, and you can just... Two and three is really felt good.
5: felt like I went five and oh when you went two and three.
4: I, uh, th- the only bet I had on that game, I had Anthony Miller over three and a half catches, and he had one until like the final two yeah. drives of the game. Then he caught the game and he out. I was like, oh,
5: perfect. I, uh, even at the Bears money line, I don't know. I was, I felt like a sucker for quite a while, but I guess it all
4: made sense in the end. Tim, how are you feeling about our Arizona versus <laughs> Detroit win total bet? <laughs>
6: Well, worse because the Lions gave away a win. They had the game won. It was over. Stafford had led the comeback.
4: Doesn't feel like, like it was what are win. the
6: odds of somebody dropping a winning touchdown? like one in a oh. thousand. It doesn't
4: happen very often. those uh, so oh, I would say one in a thousand is probably a oh, bit well, long. We'll
6: get you, there. It's very hard to remember how many times people have dropped wide open game winners. I said, I can think of Lee Evans in the championship game. And then I'm trying to think of when the last time this was. Well, well how often how,
5: how, did it? Uh, Rish Caldwell did it in the Colts Patriots game with his raccoon eyes. Yeah, eyes
4: wide open. Rish Caldwell. Like, are, how, how, often to do, how often do games end with wide open people <laughs> touchdowns? Like, it never happens. Ah, uh,
6: people secure those touchdowns semi-frequently. Like, probably once or twice a week a game ends. Or once every other week, a game ends with a guy catching a touchdown close to at the gun or at the gun to win. So, so if, that,
4: if that's the thing, if it happens once they're every... not wide secure, open. So if it happens once every two weeks, let's say, and Tim can recall, like, three things from the past 10 years that have happened, I don't think a 1,000 to one's uh, the right okay, number there. fine. If you want to call it hyperbolic, that's fine. Maybe it is hyperbolic. But,
6: uh... It doesn't happen very often that a guy drops an g- easy bunny game winner. Uh, we should be one and one, but we're zero oh and one and one and zero. Oh. And uh, I felt bad for Lions fans because, of course, they've gone through this a, a, a thousand times. So I, uh, I feel your pain. My pain is worse, but I feel your. pain. So, so
5: quarterbacks. I was going to say it'd be fun. I was trying to make a joke, but there's such different quarterbacks that I, there's no even joke to make about like potential quarterbacks on the market, and one being Aaron Rodgers and the other being Sam Darnold, but. There's nothing there. I'm sorry.
4: Are we all taking Detroit? I like yeah. Detroit. The Detroit plus six. The coin is going with the Green Bay Packers. Are we doing that thing where we just don't take the Packers every week and then they cover every week? I'm worried about it. I, I'm not going to bet this game. I'm worried that about way. it. <laughs> this next game I am feeling pretty good about betting. Minnesota at Indianapolis. Vikings are three-point dogs on the road in Indy. 48 is the over-under. I just like this as a big bounce-back Minnesota spot here because I don't think the Colts are all that good. The Colts just want to dink. They want to dunk. T.Y. looks kind of washed. Paris Campbell might be their best player. Their offensive line is banged up. If there's one thing that the defense of the Vikes did do, besides not giving up points, they they did a lot of that, they were still able to pressure the quarterback. Rodgers was just able to get out of it. Rivers can't. He's going to turn the ball over a bunch Uh, because that's what he does. He is, let's see here, what do I have? Uh, Rivers has failed to cover seven of his past eight games and is one in six outright as a favorite in the last seven contests, whereas the Vikings are seven and two in their last nine games uh, after the under went in the previous contest uh, with the team, so... I like the Vikings here. I think it's just a nice rebound spot for them. People have kind of like written them off after one week. They're just a team that looked bad in week one. I don't think that they're a disaster. I like them going into the season. I wasn't encouraged by what I saw in week one, but I'm not willing to write them off yet. I think they're a better team than Indianapolis. So give me the points. Plus three, Indy on the road. Or uh, Minnesota on the road. Jeff.
5: Uh, Colts, minus three, real money.
4: Are you going to pick the Colts every week like nope, you pick the Chargers nope, every nope,
5: week? No, nope, no, no, not committed to that one bit. You will not see that. You will not see that.
4: Well, they've already knocked you out of Survivor. I got to one. say,
5: I want to give myself a little credit, or I'm lucky. I actually didn't even play a Survivor this year.
4: There you go. Save so, saved yourself some money. Uh, the coins on. Andy. I guess.
5: I don't know. Yeah, I'm out. Of, but I'm out of our hypothetical Survivor. Will not be picking the Colts every week. Uh, if one of these two teams are going to bounce back this week, it is uh, the worst Indianapolis. Team? Yeah,
4: the worst team is going to bounce back. <coughs> that makes but sense. But
5: I, I, I'm actually quite concerned about both of them. And one of the greatest tweets I saw on the weekend was uh, someone tweeting that, who knew Rivers going to Indianapolis would ruin two offenses? <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Minnesota was doing all right until that safety. And then all of it was very, a very sudden, early in the was, game. It was, like, but they were like, as they were...
5: They made a great goal line stand. They
4: look great on defense. They were moving the ball on offense at will. And then they take the safety. And, like, they were absolute dog shit after that. So, Tim, I am sure you're going with Indy because you're, like, the biggest Vikings hater there is. Nope. I thought you made a compelling case, and I'll take Minnesota.
6: I agree with you. I think this is a critical game for I a mean, More critical for Minnesota than Indy because if Indy starts 0-2, well, that's bad. But, like, the Texans are going to start 0-2, and they're going to start 0-2. And the Titans, as we saw last night, are let's say offensively challenged to say the, to say the least. And, you know, looking at who they've got this week, they could very well lose themselves and they could be one and one. Uh, maybe they won't, but then maybe they're two and oh, but even still, that's a team that you'd rather chase than the Texans. I don't know. I, whereas the Vikings get down in this game and things, they they could get in some trouble. So I don't know. I like the Vikings in this game. I think they probably win.
5: This is the game, this game in the Dallas Atlanta game are the two games that I'm most intrigued about uh, seeing I think any of these teams starting zero and two would be trouble. I don't, Although yeah. Dallas's division is I, I, probably an well, I'm with
4: one. I'm with Tim. If Indy starts zero and two, like it's not that big of a deal. That Division's not that good.
5: Yeah, and you still have your head to heads versus Tennessee, who still seem like they could be a pumpkin.
4: But they also could just be. They could. Yeah, they, they could could go do like this thir- for. F- they yeah. could go thirteen and three, winning two point games,
5: doing this exact game script. Yeah, absolutely. But they should have won by
4: a lot more on Monday night. if yeah. Tim hadn't cursed their kicker. <laughs> That was a real clash of the Ander curse with Goskowski missing everything, but him also cursing the Bronco. It's like
5: the thing with the Ander curse is, yes, you assume it affects like the range, the short range period. It could have dramatic effects, but it's like a disease that hasn't been fully scientifically researched where there's still like lingering, I guess, antibodies in the system that from the past that can
4: always just rear their ugly head. Yeah, well, I mean, the biggest mistake Stephen Goskowski ever made was shaking Tim's hand the day before the Super Bowl. Not a great move on his part. His career has basically been over since that moment. You're like, it's like that
6: Nixon Elvis photo where they shake each other's hands <laughs> and everything goes downhill for both of them
4: as soon as it happens. So Minnesota for mm. Tim and I. Uh, Jeff and the coin are both on the Colts, minus three. Rams at Philadelphia. This game opened with the Eagles as the favorite on Monday. Quickly got bet around to the other side. The Eagles are now a one and a half point dog at home. Uh, the Rams, oh, the over under is 46 in this game. The Rams are, have won six of their past seven games in which the spread is less than a field goal. And the Eagles the past two years have not been good early in the season. They were one in four to start the year against the spread in 2018. eighteen. Oh Zero and three to start the year last year. But this spread kind of has me worried. Because everyone just watched the Rams. Yes, they probably should have lost that game to the Cowboys with that bullshit call at the end. Like, you know, at least they could have tied it up. Uh, Maybe it goes to overtime. And if anyone, maybe just people didn't watch the Philly game, but like their offensive line was horrendous. It was banged up and they lost to Washington. Yet they opened as favorites and still only a point and a half. I feel like I'm getting too clever with this by taking Philadelphia, but something just (laughs) smells off here.
6: Advent- I want to ask Jeff what he thinks about the Rams Spending all kinds of money he didn't think they had On guys like Ramsey And like they've just been opening The 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 hose, I thought they were cash strapped
5: Well They they don't have much depth I knew they had the money to sign Ramsey They made that commitment, they traded the pick They were negotiating to sign him But they're, they are in trouble yeah, I don't They, think they lose one debate. or
4: two guys They are a house of cards and they're bad uh, the I'm would- And the Sharps love
5: them though no, it was a situational play on Sunday. It
6: happened again even this I week. It really even I really opens the on and what second. happened here?
5: I just want to say, even I did the show last week pick Dallas, but it came to Sunday. I showed you a parlay I had, like I I had the Rams on it to end the day. It just felt like the right play as the day as the week progressed. Uh that can happen. Um the advanced line on this game was probably the Eagles favored by more than a field goal.
4: I think it was two and a half. So Eagles
5: yeah, right so we've moved over a field goal essentially here i'm gonna take the eagles i i don't know whether i'm trying to be too smart like you but give me uh philadelphia here i i hope they can band-aid their problems at the moment who has a better front seven
4: the rams or the washington footballs because i might say it's the footballs the footballs that uh, still the rams the rams have the best player of those seven but i think just overall like Did you know that Washington blitz more week one against Philadelphia than San Francisco did all last year? I didn't, but I'm not surprised. Listen, Ron Rivera
6: is a a brilliant defensive coach and Jack Del Rio, as much as we don't like him very much for for his sartorial choices is a pretty good defensive coach. So I wasn't surprised, I guess, that they were able to dial up a pretty good defense for a pretty predictable offense. McVay is a much harder coach to to, to plan for with the weapons that he's got. I, I mean, I respect Doug Peterson, but I think that the Rams just have more weapons and I like this Rams team quite a bit. I thought they make the playoffs to start the year. I still think they do. Dallas could very well lose this week. So Philly being 0-2, what's you're worrying about Washington? I mean, sooner or later, you're going to catch them again. So yeah, I mean, I think the Rams win. The Rams are the better team. Uh, the public agrees, and the Sharps agree, because all the money's coming in on the Rams. It's going to happen every week. I predict that every week, uh, until other, until the Rams get punched in the face and they fall down, that the, everyone's going to want to back this Rams team. They're, they're really exciting and fun to watch, and Goff is one of the most underrated quarterbacks in football. Give me, this, uh, okay.
3: give me this Rams team. I like it. I like it a lot. Paul, can I just say one thing? When they say the Sharps are on one side, it's like the Sharps are on both sides. Of these Thank games. you, Paul. I know that that's a, something I stole from Pozzola. If anybody hasn't seen that episode they did with Pat, it was uh, it was very good. But like, yeah, sharps and and squares, like both sides of pretty much every single game. People disagree all the time. Especially, okay, but the especially line is especially early time. in the season.
4: Yeah, th- you know what? There was Paul and I updated the graphics. At 3 p.m. W- before we started recording, and we took the spreads from earlier this morning. And what ball? Nine games had wildly moved.
3: Oh, they had moved a mile! Like we're talking like two points on totals, like at least a half point on everything. It was done last night and then rejigged, and then they've changed again in the hour in between me uh, creating them and you and you doing the show. So,
4: so yeah, you're gonna see, a, especially with. Books are really trying to get out ahead of putting out lines right now. Like, the, dra- the DraftKings Sportsbook odds, I think we're up on Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> Like, stuff is going to move. Like, if you have a good feel for a game, like, of course, you want to watch the games on the Sunday. But if you do have a strong lean on a game, you go bet it on, like, right after the 1 o'clock slate. Because the, the, pre- the next week lines are already out if you want to go bet them. But I'm going to take Philadelphia in this game. Um, mainly, I think their defense especially on the ground is still quite good. And one of the ways that the Rams were really able to establish everything, I know establish the run is a weird way. They were able to kind of dominate on the ground against Dallas. Dallas was dealing with a bunch of injuries uh, to their defense. I mean, Vanderesh is going to be out for a while at this point. Philadelphia is not a beacon of health, but at least they're healthier on the defensive side than anything else. And you still have Slay back there who can take away your primary option, whether they choose that to be Cup or Robert Woods. Uh, And if Malcolm Brown can't get going, Cam Akers can't get going, Daryl Henderson can't get going, this is just going to be a really sloppy type of low-scoring game, it feels. Um, And Wentz was good for a quarter and a half, and then he was terrible for the rest of the game. But Miles Sanders should be back for this game. That's a huge boost to both rushing and receiving out of their backfield. And I think the two tight ends, Goddard and Nertz, are going to pose serious problems to this Rams defense, which, what, are they going to put Ramsey on Dallas Goddard? No. What is he going to do, take away Deshaun Jackson? It's one of those situations where your best, well, not your best defensive player, your second best defensive player uh, kind of gets rendered inert because of the offense that you have. So I like Philly. Plus one and a half. And I think if you do want to bet Philly, you're going to get this at two and a half or even three by the time kickoff comes because people just watch the Rams beat the Cowboys on Sunday night. They're going to bet the Rams. Like Tim. Okay, but they were betting the Rams before that too. I mean, I bet the Rams. My point.
6: Takes a lot to move that kind of money against the Cowboys. I don't think you know what you're talking about.
4: The Cowboys <laughs> do, are the
6: most popular team. Okay, no, I, I know exactly what I'm yo, talking about. As someone
4: who barely bets and doesn't understand betting markets, you, you seem to have I a lot of opinions. No, you're I'll tell right you about why about you're this wrong.
5: Specific point no, no, no. I'll tell you why you're wrong. I don't care wrong. if it was Jags Bengals Sunday night, week one, that line is moving. Like that line is going to move. It is Sunday night, week one. doesn't matter who's playing. Yes, the Cowboys are important, but every game in that league, when put on TV in Sunday Night Football, how it pertains to being after a day of degenerates gambling all day, uh, will always see the line move. That's just the nature of Sunday Night Football. It's like you've never seen it before.
6: Very rarely moves against Dallas. Very, very rarely. Woods has been one of the most hyped teams in the NFL. Just saying. If you did, if your question
5: marks weren't up. Uh, I, I'm dubious. All right, so good. You got something let's, right last week. You got on. something right last week. Did he? Did you, all right. Did,
4: did you even pick the Rams? Because I picked the Rams. I think he picked I the Rams. I think he, no, he picked the I picked, I picked the, the Rams. I picked okay, Cowboys. good. Jacksonville and Tennessee. Saxonville is back. You idiots were all on the Colts when <laughs> Minshew Walk was decided yeah. to be on. You didn't even have garbage
5: time. You just won the game. I won't make that mistake twice.
4: One incompletion yeah. all game. The Lee <laughs> Titans are favored by nine points at home. 42-and-a-half is the over-under. Here's a fun Minchu stat. As a starter in his career, he is 8-and-5 against the spread, and the over has hit in six straight Jags game that have had a total under 64 points. 46 points, sorry. <laughs> I say over 64, that'd be a lot. Uh, yeah, 46 points. Anytime that the over-under for the game is under that, if the Jags are involved, they go over. Like They're not as inept offensively as I think that people think that they are. Their defense, not good, though. Derrick Henry Yeah, might but Tennessee for- can't
6: really take advantage of it.
4: I don't know. If you give the ball to Derrick Henry 35 times in this game, you might just win by 20. Nah, eh, maybe. But, I mean, I watched that Titans game,
6: and I was very, very unimpressed with the offense and the special teams. Uh, I mean, the kicker who missed 1,000 field goals. That's your and fault. A quarterback I'm sure he'll do that
5: again. Who, who
6: did not look sharp at all. And I don't know. I mean, Denver did not have their best defensive player in there, and the Titans were barely able to crack 16. Not to say they aren't going to win the game. They, 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 they very likely are going to win. But way too many points in division uh, from what I saw in week one. Uh, I'm definitely taking the Jags here. And so much that I'm going to tease the Jags up. Ooh. Through a couple of numbers. We get to go through 10 and 14. We're going to take the Jags up plus six.
4: It's just the second game, right? Yeah. Jags up to plus 15. Yeah. Was, there was nothing else on there. Nope. Those are the only two so far, Cincinnati and Jacksonville. You felt really good about the Jets. You didn't tease them up? <laughs> nope. You, th- you think the Dolphins can win? You're not going to tease them up? Although the Jets were one of the few teams that uh, actually covered the free money tease last week. Yes, they did. But Philly lost outright. So, that, that
6: Oh, yeah. Make... yeah a, the, the Jets were not my problem last week, even though they were a problem. The, I, the, I the, problem. the
4: one game Tim teased through zero, the game that lost for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I think Tennessee covers this number, minus nine. Um, I like Jacksonville. Jacksonville's fine and everything. I think they're going to be frisky in a lot of these games because they can put up points. Their defense is atrocious. And just because they beat the Colts, maybe the Colts aren't very good. And maybe that's like a Super Bowl win for them. Like, they come out, everyone thinks they're going to be absolutely terrible, the worst team in football. They go out and they kind of punch back a little bit. They get a, you know, Two very timely turnovers that led to points right away. The rest of the game, they didn't really do much. I think that Tennessee is going to be able to control this on the ground. I think we're going to go back to seeing some of the efficient offense that we saw last year. It was just a really good matchup, Tennessee versus Jacksonville, both styles of play. I think Tennessee beats them up pretty badly here. So I'm taking Tennessee minus nine.
5: Yeah, I'm with you. I got to think there's some sort of overreaction for Tennessee not looking great and Jacksonville winning. It was 10 and a half. And I do believe, sort of like your point, I feel like historically we've seen... Miami took it to a new level. They started kind of really ugly last year and then got hyper-motivated. Jacksonville, I could see it being like, okay, you won this one, and now it's. I'm still kind of believing it could be ugly. Tennessee will just methodically will this one away and we might need a field goal or two to no, cover the no, no, number see, but- I,
4: I think it might go a different way like we're, we're going to see a bunch of henry in this game but i think that we'll see a return to what we saw from like the good version of the titans offense from the second half last year where they were hyper efficient taking shots down the field more often this just seems like a, where they were not able to do anything like that on monday night i think we're going to see a bit of that this week
5: yeah i i, I don't I uh, disagree with it i, I I don't hate Tim teasing the game, but I still think the Titans
4: uh, find a way to win by 10 points. Coin is on Tennessee as well. Carolina at Tampa Bay. Did you know the Tampa Bay Bucks Tim's Super Bowl pick are nine and a half point favorites against Carolina. 49 is the over under. You said you went back and watched this game, Jeff, because it was your super lock of the week. Mine too. Saints minus three and a half. What was your takeaway?
5: I wanted to go back and watch because Tom was getting a lot of criticism for how he played and I didn't get to see a lot of it. And I was what felt like a a minority of people that dared like besmirch the signing and say that, um, they were honestly better off with Winston. They wouldn't have been worse off with him last week. He could have thrown those two picks. (laughs) He might've added three touchdowns though. Um, I'm not saying I, I like Tampa here to bounce back. I'll pick on Carolina in this instance, but I don't think Tampa, I, I don't, I mean, certainly not time to worry, but I think there's going to be problems. Tom, I don't think it's going to be easy at all. I enjoyed seeing levels of frustration out of them. And I don't know. I just have no interest in people that like thought they were just going to figure it out right away.
4: That was like a laughable assertion to me. Yeah, just historically, Tom Brady has been very good as a big favorite at home over the years. But Mm -hmm. again, that was with the Patriots. Now he's looked a lot more like a guy in a Bruce Arian system than a Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick system. Throw that out there with the amount of just weird... They look so sharp out of the gate. Like their first like 15 scripted plays were on point. And maybe... Mike Evans being basically a decoy for the entire game really throws off what they want to do, but I don't trust their running game whatsoever. Like if you're going to beat up on Carolina, run the ball against them. Like they did with Josh, like, Oh, I almost said Oakland, like Vegas did with Josh Jacobs last week and just kind of ram it down their throats. like Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette played like 11% of the snaps. They were playing LaShawn McCoy. Like they just have, they need to figure out the guys that are good on their team. Oh, and just, play just
5: Signing guys, names, been to pro bowls. Let's bring them on.
4: This'll work. And Carolina was one inch away from having 45 seconds to go win that game. They got they got caught on the fourth and one. Now the big thing is that the run defense for the Bucs looks like it is still amazing. For the past four games, Christian McCaffrey's averaging one point eight yards per carry against Tampa Bay. But maybe Matt O'Doyle rules can just figure out: hey, maybe we don't run him 25 times. Maybe we just put him out in the flats, use him out of the backfield because it turned out that's where Kamara did most of the damage against the Bucs last week. McCaffrey better than him. Uh, I think that Carolina can kind of keep up on the scoreboard, be very garbage timey in this game. They got some, they got some speed. They got some yak guys. Robbie Anderson looked like he was rejuvenated to him. Your guy. I hope so. I own him in a lot of leagues. Did uh, you play, did you play him last week? No, of course not. I'm a dumb dumb. Are you uh, are Deontay you play- Johnson <laughs> broke my heart. Are you playing – him? Deontay Johnson was fine. Are you playing Robbie Anderson this yeah, week? Yeah, he, he was the reason I lost because he made like a 1,000 catches in the second half yesterday. Oh, I thought you meant you benched Anderson for Deontay Johnson.
6: No, no, no. He just – I got two touchdowns out of Juju, and it didn't help me. I also have uh, Barkley. No, no one cares about my fantasy team. Uh, anyway, uh, I think all that's well said. I'm going to take Tampa, and I don't love it at all. But, like, I did pick this team to go to the Super Bowl, so I'm not ready to to pull the shoot quite yet. I kind of knew these are the sorts of games I'd be facing. You make a pick like that, there's going to be a nearly double digit spreads that you're going to have to lay into a divisional team at home. So I'm just going to, out of principle, bet the minus nine and a half, but not love it. I would never actually bet this or put this in any sort of teaser or parley.
4: I thought Carolina looked good on offense. Their defense, I not, agree, they not, did. Not but good. their defense
6: was putrid.
4: But that's fine if they can score points then they can cover a game that's nine and a half, which I assume yeah. is only going to go to 10 and then 11. And then people all oh, bounce back for Tampa Bay. And then all of a sudden Tampa is up by like 21 with 10 minutes left. And then field goal touchdown. All of a sudden Carolina's covering. It's definitely in the cards. I don't, don't disagree with you. Denver tap at Pittsburgh short week. For both teams, coming off the Monday night, Denver obviously loses. Pittsburgh winners on the road. Looked pretty good, too, after the first quarter. Minus 7.5, the Steelers are favored at home. 41.5 is the over-under. The overs hit on five of Ben's last seven home starts, um, which is kind of crazy. Um, but... The last five okay, here we go. The last five times Ben has started on less than a week of full rest. Pittsburgh's four and one outright in that game. Pittsburgh scoring 35 points per game with a 15 to 1 TD to interception ratio for Ben Roethlisberger. You were shit talking, big Ben Cust on our text I still didn't think he played on, all that great on yesterday. Our, on our text thread, and then all of a sudden, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. I don't know if James is nice. gonna play, though. Yeah,
6: he had nicer numbers than I thought he actually played. Like he, there were some moments in the game where he looked uh, look pretty shaky, but I I just want to address first and foremost, the Broncos fans that they need to get off my back. I didn't pick (laughs) you guys to win the Super Bowl. I didn't pick you guys to win the division. I simply picked them to be the last wildcard team. And I thought Locke was a a dark horse MVP candidate. I I was more heavy on a lot more teams than Denver. So you don't get to chalk this up to some mystical curse or anything. Like it is what it is. I thought they'd be a good team, but not a great team. So I just wanted to, to start with that. And I'm going to take Denver this week uh, for the half point. I think that's too many
4: points for Pittsburgh. <laughs> I'm sure Denver fans are going to love that. Uh, well, whatever. I
6: don't think that Pittsburgh is more than a touchdown better than this Broncos team. Denver was unimpressive last night. Both teams were unimpressive last night. I still think they have, you know, I think Sutton will play next week. I, I think that the offense will be a little crisper next week. I mean, New York hung with Pittsburgh for a whole game, and then Denver's a much better team than New York. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Broncos here to cover. I think seven and a half is, is sort of silly.
4: I like Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh may have the best defense in the league. They have one of the best def lines in the league. They're very difficult to run against, but their secondary is also quite good, which is kind of like the Tampa problem. Good run defense, bad pass defense. Teams can still pass all over you. Not great because teams love to pass. But like A.J. Boye's already dinged up. Philip Lindsay's already dinged up. They've already had all of the other injuries. Like, this seems like a real season from hell for Denver, especially if they drop this one. Go 0-2 to start. You know the Chiefs aren't coming back. The Chargers get greasy with. The Chargers already want to know. Vegas has already want to know. Like, it can get out of hand very quickly here. And what do you think your boy, MG3, is going to be doing here? Jeff? I guess
5: he had a good <laughs> night after I went to bed. Because yeah, well, what well, I saw well, he was got very giggles. He
4: got benched. Lindsay got hurt. Then he came back in.
5: Yeah, of course. As someone... I retweeted. We were just a Melvin Gordon injury away from the holy trinity of Melvin Gordon. <laughs> the goal line stuff, the fumble, the injury. It was all that I needed to see happen next. I actually really like Denver here plus seven and a half. It's a lot of points. We were hoping Pittsburgh would lose this game in some way. And because we sort of felt that they have this in them, but it, we were kind of wishing maybe it would take a week so we could have Pittsburgh to bet on for a little run. Clearly didn't happen. And the complete opposite happened where now I think Pittsburgh's maybe a bit overvalued, although it's exciting to see that I, I, I love football. And w- despite the jokes we can make when Ben Roethlisberger looks like like a fat bearded like guy, whatever, that, that that's what Twitter's fun for. It's great to see him back and playing well.
4: Yeah. And I listen, Tim, I, I probably gave you too much of a time. Although you did curse him into three touchdowns like instantaneously. But his accuracy was way off. And that's always going to be the big thing coming back from like an elbow injury. It's not the velocity on your throws. It's the accuracy. So each week, I think that Ben's probably going to get a little bit better. And like, they were just five and a half point favorites against the giants on the road. They're only seven and a half at home. Like, I don't see what Denver did to like, where did Denver look good? Besides Noah Fant. The defense was fine. Against Tennessee. Yeah. this this, This defense is far more explosive.
6: I agree, but I mean, you know, Clowney basically had been there for six seconds. You know, give him an extra week. I don't know. I think Tennessee is certain, uh, Clowney, sorry, certainly... Clowney,
4: Clowney plays defense.
6: Yeah, he plays for, for Tennessee. Like, he wasn't able to take advantage of that offensive line the way I kind of thought he would, but Denver still struggled to score. Pittsburgh will. Pittsburgh should. It's a very difficult spot, but I, at the same time, I still think Locke's a good quarterback. I think their full complement receivers will be back. I think they'll be able to score enough to not lose by more than a touchdown. That's all.
4: I don't know if they can score enough. Like I said, I think this Pittsburgh defense oh, we'll is, is very real. Oh yeah. And especially when you get on that shitty grass at Heinz field, even better. So I'll take Pittsburgh minus seven and a half. You guys are both taking Denver. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the coin is on Pittsburgh as well. Okay.
5: I want to say, I just did like a, my own little in show research project. <laughs> okay. Uh, new quarterbacks last week were one in four.
4: New quarterbacks were one in four. Yeah. How about, I I discussed this with you yesterday, besides Frank Reich, which, like, quote-unquote, like, good coach lost?
5: Uh, uh, before I get to that, new coaches were one in four. And the only team with a new coach and a new quarterback, I believe, is Carolina. So they hit both. And the uh, only co- okay.
4: new quarterback that won was Cam?
5: Yes. Uh, good coaches that won, Frank Reich, Mike Zimmer, Came to my mind instantly as coaches that we do. I think ours,
2: yeah, collectively known, as,
5: collectively known as good coaches. Doug Peterson, okay, I think, so maybe, yeah, maybe we got to off, deserve um, that. I'm trying to think what other good coaches we, lost.
6: people
4: love. Brian Flores, do they, no one's like Brian Flores, top five coach in the NFL.
5: No one said no, that. that's fair, that's fair,
4: but like Belichick, Peyton,
5: Kyle Shanahan lost.
4: I, I guess that's where people love Kingsbury. I, w- I Those
5: Kyler MVP bets, people are like, oh, yeah. it's one thing to have had them before week one and people were excited, but now people are like, oh, baby.
4: <laughs> but uh, I went back and listened to, I, was, I released some of the Custy Awards up on the Mayo Media Network YouTube page. I went back and I was just listening to one as I was editing it through. And Tim goes on this entire rant about how much Cliff Kingsbury sucks. It is hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I still, I think I'm still fundamentally right about a few things,
6: but he's been better than I You said I thought he, You winning. said
4: in the show he would be fired before the season season ended
6: well so obviously i was wrong about that but he he does make some very curious in-game decisions
4: that uh, we'll see if he gets figured out here's the game game of the early slate atlanta at dallas this one's just going to be a whole lot of fun dallas favored by five and a half points 52 is the over under in this matchup i don't really have a good lean on this game but it really feels like an over game and it feels like dallas might smash them
6: I have a sour taste in my mouth from picking Atlanta last week. So I'm going to pick Dallas.
5: (laughs) I picked uh Atlanta that's when you felt really stupid about because Atlanta's just done me dirty so many times like that a was lot the, of football that
4: was the case I made to I know. You. it's like take Russell Wilson like a
5: lot of football betters like Atlanta's a team like you're so hard to get right you sometimes just get attracted to like their high fantasy players yeah, you own their although like players. Ryan isn't even like a top 8 fantasy well well,
4: he was last so... week because he threw for 9,000
5: yeah, yeah.
6: yards in a lot as soon I, as Metcalf I, converted that fourth down I was like oh well I've lost but, this but, game but like
5: 10 minutes into that game you just you feel so stupid for like not betting on the Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson, like, whoa, yes, I did feel
6: them
5: in <laughs> that game. Uh, so I'm with you there, Tim. I, I You apparently lost some value with Atlanta. People out of the gate yeah. bet, bet this game down. I Apparently, I heard there were touchdowns available when the sucker opened. I'm with you, Pat. I think Dallas is just going to lay uh, wood here. The yep. things that they do well up front. With Zeke, I think they're going you know to do really well here. Their offensive and, line,
4: not good. And
5: you want to know, I heard that the league said or, or that they can have up to 50% of that stadium field, Jerry Jones announced today. <laughs> of
4: course they do. And
5: here's the thing. No one knows the exact percentage they're going to go to, but I have a feeling if Jerry's told he can have up to 50%, it'll be a lot closer to 50 than 5%. Yes.
6: Well, they will have no trouble finding people in the Metroplex to want to come to a Cowboys game. Like that's...
4: That's not their concern. Yeah, Dallas should win. Dallas should cover. Uh, The total has gone over in the past, in seven of the past 10 games where Dallas has been the favorite. And last year, they were way better at home than they were on the road. They scored over 10 more points per game at home than they did on the road. Atlanta sucks on the road. Like, the Cowboys, to me, feel like the slightly superior version of Atlanta. Like, they're 15% better, but they do... Kind of all the same things, but exactly I believe
5: well. they are have more uh, the offensive defensive line make them like just a better fundamental team in my. Like opinion I said, of. I don't think
4: Dallas's offensive line looked very good on Sunday night.
5: Fair, but I, I don't know. You go against Aaron Donald that takes like two and a half bodies. That's fair. So maybe it's just a different challenge altogether. I know um, I got a chance to spend time with you yesterday because we recorded U.S. Open content. Go watch it. And you mentioned that you felt. Um, adamant that the criticism Mike McCarthy had been receiving for that fourth down and three was totally unjustified
4: I get why people are mad because it's a very results-based thing to look at you kick the field goal it's a tie game okay it's still a tie game I just at that point you're going for it you're moving the ball well it's four yards or three yards that you need to get and like the win expectancy for the Cowboys like if you really think about it you tie the game, the Rams immediately get the ball back or let's say the game remains tied then you go to overtime and then it's like a coin flip. You score a touchdown there, all of a sudden it is a completely different story. Plus if you don't get it, you stick the Rams on their what like 11 yard line, which what do they do? They had a first down, they had to punt. You got the ball back anyway. Yeah, like, it's
6: a good decision to go for it, but the run on third down and then the pass on fourth down, like the play calling was backwards and made no sense. I see that so like, yeah. that
4: that's the part that I agree with. People are saying, "Oh, Mike Look, look at Mike McCarthy embracing analytics. Look at him now trying so
5: hard to prove, like, but this he's not, spiel but he doesn't right. do it.
4: Like, it's not like that. Yes, I think that that's just a smart decision to go for it on that fourth down. It didn't work. No one is saying that this works 100% of the time. Uh, of course. It's just that if you do get it, let's say even if it's 50 50, you get it or you don't get it. The getting the seven points is far more valuable than getting the three points. So yeah, yeah, ones. I have no problem with going for but, it. But, but, like, you but know what? He, you know what? Michael McCarthy them still them loves up. to do. But it's all the play calling. You have this offense which should be fucking opened up. You can even spread Zeke out. They should be passing on first down and running on second down. Instead, they run on first down every fucking time for like two yards. Yeah, Warren, yeah,
5: Warren Sharp. Yeah, like, I just know. Like, hard- like, what are you doing? There's hard math on on how dumb that seems to be now. Um, even if you have an elite running back, you don't have to run on first down. There's
6: no. no point in getting upset. There are certain coaches who just can't learn. And so why you expect a dog to walk on their hind legs? I have no idea. Like there's no point in getting upset about it and venting on Twitter. Like they're just not going to do it because they're never going to do it. And that's just how it is.
4: Well, the biggest thing is, like, hey, shout out to, like, Levy and Dink and Leone and Silver for Establish the Run. And like that's always been, like, that's the name of their site, EstablishTheRun.com. Uh, but you should all go to FDNDaily.com, by the way, and use promo code Mayo to get yourself a discount. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, like, it, that has just been around for so long. It's, like... It's no different than in golf when people hear, well, you drive for show and putt for dough. Well, as it yeah. turns out, that's not actually yeah. what happens in golf. You're, if you're one of the premier drivers of the golf ball, you're going to win a lot of fucking money. If you're someone who's yeah. just great at putting, you're probably on the corn fairy tour. Um, in football, like you no longer have to establish the run. You don't establish the run to set up the pass. You can run play action at any time during the game, at any score, whether you've ever run the ball or not, and it works. Yeah. People bite on it. It's just a natural reaction. What you should be doing is passing to set up the run. Then all of a sudden, you throw teams yeah. off of what oh, you're man. doing and open up these huge running huge lanes. lanes. That's when you should be running. That's why or second- be a team
6: like Carol or Baltimore or New England, and just even your, your runs are just so efficient. That it makes a ton of sense of to be running yes.
5: offense. well, that's well,
6: that's all team specific, yeah. and there are very few horses in the barn that can run that way. Uh, was it Baltimore, New England, being those two? Dallas is not that. Dallas is not a team constructed in such a way. Uh, but Mike McCarthy's a dumb dumb. He was bad in Green <laughs> Bay. He won a Super Bowl despite himself. He's going to be bad in Dallas, but he'll have the job for 10 years because Jerry is one of the loyalist men on earth and won't fire people. And people will be upset for every Sunday for 12 years about how Mike McCarthy doesn't know what he's doing when he doesn't know any better and he's never going to learn. So just accept it.
5: Twitter's different when the Cowboys are on primetime.
4: Well, well, I mean, so that's like half the time. Yeah, really. That's (laughs) like, yeah, exactly. (laughs) giants at bears a lot a lot of one o'clock games this week yeah, i bet this one already it's the other game i bet Oh, all right
6: this game just well, a disaster
4: well the bears are minus five and a half uh 42 and a half is the over under. you've already bet the game well let's hear about it
5: i caught a six earlier today i don't understand it the bears needing to win by a touchdown thank you for the great comeback last week thank you for the money line win it was well it was one of the small bright spots in a bad week one for me uh, the Giants got embarrassed on Monday Night Football. Now I'm now the
4: they've the Bears got to beat them by a touchdown. It's just like a blind. The Giants. I'm with you. I just blindly bet the Giants. This this so reeks of like the only way. I I want to say the only way this doesn't. This be
5: could reeks. be like four by kickoff, like three and a half. Like this could be a pick'em,
4: and I don't know that I'd argue it. This just feels like a three point game. That whoever turns the ball over, not last, wins. <laughs> They can't do what yeah. Pittsburgh did, as great as some pieces
5: are on the Bears defense. I wasn't
4: really impressed with the Bears defense against Detroit at
6: all. Yeah, but Detroit's got a pretty high powered offense when they get moving, and their quarterback's <laughs> really good. They have a really, uh, high, you
4: know what? I will give you that, that their offense is pretty good when they have by far their best, best offensive weapon <laughs> on the field, which they didn't have. <laughs> No, but, I mean, they still have
6: Stafford. He's still still amazing.
4: Yeah, but Stafford, when you can throw to Galladay, who's a top 10. Sure. This isn't like Tim's. Robbie Anderson is a top 10 receiver in football. Kenny Galladay is a top 10 receiver in football.
6: I like all I'm going to be with you guys with the Giants, but with zero conviction. This game could end up 14-3 to for Chicago, and I could feel like a a dummy.
5: No, if Chicago scores 14 points, I'll feel like I bet the right side.
4: Just feels like a lot of David Montgomery in this game. I would imagine Saquon gets going a little bit. In this oh, game, I hope so. What a disappointment. As and as you, you can't get the you,
5: you draft him or no, something. No, but you know what? Again, yeah, another thing good.
4: I'm
6: tired of is people tweeting at me, oh, Saquon can only get six yards and 15. You think you can get 10 and three? Like, yeah, I could. That was a, the worst game <laughs> oh he ever played. Get off my back.
5: <laughs> no, that, I think those people are 100% right as a great a point to prove how insane you are. I don't think so.
3: How many carries do you have at any level of football?
6: I don't think I have any carries. Cause I've played.
3: <laughs> so Saquon I played. Barkley went like, you know. Seven carries,
4: six yards. Tim, uh, Tim, I mean, seven carries. What are you averaging? 3.5 a clip? That's what you're talking 15 about? 15 carries. So it's you're 15 saying
3: carries for six yards. given the same opportunity as Saquon Barkley on Monday Night Football, that you would have got more yards than him. Is that what we're that, saying? That's your intention.
5: <laughs> I'm amazed that, okay, you made your insane take.
4: I'm amazed that he's never carried a, a ball in a football game and he has this sort of brain damage already. I played, I played center and defensive end in tackle football. I didn't play running back or Again, back as or people have line. pointed out to you, the fact that you have to say tackle football kind of disproves your entire theory that any of this means anything. <laughs> people just say football, Tim.
5: As insane as your take was to begin with, I don't know whether it was just like being bored or whatever. I would have thought watching like the game last night, specifically the game and seeing how suffocating those front lines are in this league at times would make you realize, Oh my God,
4: like I wouldn't gain a yard. Saquon got first touched by the defense two and a half yards behind the line of scrimmage on average. That's and Tim thinks he, (laughs) I think that's an unusual circumstance. (laughs) Okay. Well, that brings us to the midpoint of the show. Well beyond the midpoint of the show, which means, Tim, it's time for everyone's favorite segment, a Cust Corner
0: mini. Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. He's got the hottest stakes with the highest stakes. He should be president of the United States, but it's Cust Corner. It's Cust Corner. Cust Corner.
6: Yeah, so... I prepared this week. Good. Uh, I, the topic I wanted to discuss, maybe it's a bit somber, but I don't know. I, I, I sort of want to work it out. It's an idea that I've been I sort of had over the weekend and I've been working through it the last couple of days. And it's basically a question, which is is travel done? Now I don't mean that in the flattest of senses, because travel will never
4: be done. Do you mean people you don't will mean always that go to the fact that the earth is flat, so travel doesn't even really <laughs> exist? No, people will always go on honeymoons. There
6: will always be some matter of business travel. But I'm wondering if this pandemic and the effects, both psychological and uh, uh, medical, are going to result in travel patterns that look a lot like the 1940s and 50s compared to the 2000s and 2010s. What were those travel
5: patterns? In fewer the 40s people and traveled,
6: and they uh, they traveled less often. Uh, you didn't just go away for the weekend somewhere that was very very unusual that has been you know that has become far more uh, i mean cuz ticket prices were expensive people didn't have as much vacation there wasn't as much inclination to travel it was harder to travel uh and i'm wondering if just the concerns over you know what what you know what the shape of airlines going to be at uh, by the time the pandemic is over what the type you know what shape hotels will be at uh when it's over the inclination people are going to have to Sit next to other people for long, uh, long periods for short periods of time. Uh, whether they're going to be comfortable going to places where a bunch of people are, I don't know. I mean, it's not that travel will ever go away because it can't go away, but the people who sort of travel for fun that they, you know, that their leisure activity is travel.
4: I wonder if that is just a thing that's kind of over now. Well, you can wonder all you want the moment that, like, travel is acceptable again, just make sure you have some stock in airlines. Put it that way. I wonder. I, you shouldn't be wondering. There's
5: nothing to wonder about. Every single person. in the 1930s. Every every person, no. yeah, yeah, t- yeah, t- yeah,
4: you know what, Tim? This isn't the fucking 1930s, although you, no, you might live there. People every are psychologically single person starved. I talk to, all they want to do is go somewhere. And they're yeah. just waiting yeah. and biding their time. So... They say that, but the revealed preferences will come out, right? Like, no, I'm not I, so I, sure. Just because you don't like leaving your house doesn't mean other people. No, don't. no. And this do you want to know something?
5: I, mean- I purchased an airline ticket for a flight, uh and this was about a month ago, where I thought things would probably be clear uh, better in uh, March for a bachelor party to Vegas. An incredible price, and people are like, what do you do? How do you do that? If if I don't go, and we got to cancel, and the world's not right again. I don't care. I have like $600 to my name from an airline that I know I can't wait to travel on. Like, I don't mind if they owe me $600. Um, my wife has my, like, we will go away for sure. There's no doubt about it. I don't, I, I promise you, at least like the people I know, uh, like my parents, I don't know what they're going to do if they're stuck here this winter. Like my, my parents will lose They're going to be
4: stuck here this winter.
5: They're going to lose their mind.
4: Well, and and at the same time, I mean, you might see a downtick in travel just because the pandemic has hurt so many people financially. That they can't afford that to go do things. But anyone who does have the means to go do things, the first thing they want to do is just go somewhere. Think about the but amount of people between be for- us. Think about the amount of people between us, Jeff, and even you, Tim, that have gone on like mini vacations during this pandemic. The amount of people like leaving town to go do something yeah. has been at an all-time high. It's probably... 10 times the amount. That, like, how many times have you gone away now, Tim? You've gone away, what, like three times? Look at cottage rentals. Never We're, insa- go
5: We're insane. People, yeah.
4: I went away out of province uh, one time. Yeah, but you also went up to play golf for like you know, a weekend in province, but like five hours away.
6: Yeah, so that's all true. I'm just saying I'm worried about the infrastructure as well. A lot of hotels just aren't going to be around, I don't think, when this comes about. A lot of the restaurants that people want to go to We'll not Would it, be there there will be new hotels there, there will new be ramp. new restaurants there will be new Maybe. rich people
5: or people that are willing to take have either Maybe the means right. to do so it or that will invest in new things i think
6: you underestimate the amount of scar tissue people are going to have no to i think you underestimate other
5: people. i think you underestimate the amount that people are just going to be willing to get back to normal and i'll say this for me personally
4: football felt like normal for, for the first time for me yes, it did for me personally
5: for me personally I'm so crazy, I actually have no doubts in my mind the next time I get on an airplane, the next time I stay in a hotel, it will be exponentially cleaner than the last time I was on it. Yeah. The next time I go to a restaurant, I'm so certain it will be so much cleaner than it was always. And that will be a standard. Um, the one thing I'm honestly annoyed about is like staying in a hotel for five days, and apparently they say they're not going to like do rooms anymore. Now I may as well be in an Airbnb. I uh, if like I can't even get
4: like uh the room turned My fresh over towels there. and the exact I'm not like Tim,
5: but, but that's a nice thing. You come back you like the uh, that's a I, I don't agree. Know.
4: You, you realize 100%. when you go to an Airbnb, it's like, well, here's the here's the communal towel. They they have towels there. And you get no, more know, of them but too. No, I but Tim, mean Tim's just I mean he he if I'm to not seal. gonna have my room like turned, like turned
5: down over down and surface. fresh like house cleaning, I may as well just be in a bigger space like an Airbnb. That's it. That's what that's fresh towels.
6: I want my fresh towels. I want my bed made. I want my ter- bed turned down for me. I I'm, want- I'm
4: I'm so sorry. This is just so hard for but you I to do. But I think
5: that will be an option. Like, the standard will be like, we will not clean your room. But if you really want it, we will.
4: Yeah, if you pay us an extra 100 bucks a night, you can do it. Or you just put the sign on the door.
5: Yeah, to, to I want room this cleaned. room clean. I don't know. But I believe all these things will be cleaner. And that will sort of be a, a standard. I believe, for the most part, everything... Will be cleaner, like the the procedures and practices that I'm seeing, like big companies taking, and by that I mean like a McDonald's, like just per se, and like how strict they are, because they
4: you know they have a. They whole also corporate have structure. To be right. Yeah, now. they have like a Espe- whole. Especially giant corporations have to hold themselves, and everyone always yeah, talks yeah, yeah, yeah. about like, oh, they're they're putting this in their meat or whatever on like a superficial level, like the aesthetic level that the customer yes. consumes that you see when you go into a place they need to be pristine yeah and comes and, and i believe i'm Across seeing that
5: like at all these sorts of places that i'm i'm going again i believe the world will be an exponentially cleaner place from a yeah
4: but there's masks industry. all around now people are complaining about all the masks people throw on the ground that, that. Yeah, the new coffee cups. Yeah. But either way, I just, people are antsy to travel and they do want to wait. Like, I do think that there is going to be some people that are pensive and don't want to go out, but like just having gone out on Sunday, I was at the gym on Sunday after going here. Paul and I went out to watch football at the normal place that we go watch football. People are out. People are waiting. People are not necessarily here treating it like it's like over. They're still being cautious, but it's a lot more yeah. lax. And just look at the, state. the states. Travel
5: <laughs> will return. Like, I have no concerns about travel. I think of more things like festivals and concerts, like, those specific entities are in more trouble than, like, me, my wife, and my kids going away sure. somewhere to enjoy nice weather or an activity or two.
6: Yeah. Like, so you're yeah. saying
5: the CNE the is seen a
4: death now? Well, I, I well, think they, they it, almost went bankrupt.
5: Uh, yes, but I believe something else, like with hotels, another will l- pop up would, would pop up in its place. Like, I just believe that. And I feel if these companies are going to go under, that sucks. But capitalism will show that other hotel chains will form. Like, that's just how it's going to be. Or like, someone else right, will even, buy that property. Like Even if say,
6: 10 or 15% of people just don't want to travel much anymore, that's a sizable Yeah, but I think, I think you're going to see makes more
4: people travel. I don't know. People want to get but, away. But
5: when there's a vaccine,
4: Some people then do, of won't,
5: course, but... like, won't everything just go back to normal?
6: Maybe. We don't know. That's a big question mark. Maybe.
5: Maybe not. Other than we growing an extra toe or something?
6: No, but we don't know what the other side looks like. And like I said, even if it's just 10% of people who don't want to participate in that part of the economy anymore because they're gun shy and nervous or just don't trust yeah, not, getting on an airplane anymore. Not everyone's anymore.
4: a coward like you.
6: Major not even 15% of people events. Not, not Historic- even 15% of people are cowardly. Like if you look you. through history at major cataclysmic events, there are after effects and scar tissue uh, psychologically in people that never go away for a whole generation. Uh that was true of the depression, it was true of you know of, of Victorian England. There's all kinds of incidences uh, with tuberculosis. There's a lot of and I'm just saying, don't be so sure that it will snap back like an elastic. I'm saying. The, it could be distorted to the point where Some of these places which don't have very high You've gone to
5: the movies
6: kids. I have gone to the movies But that's because Tenet was out And I could not see Tenet so like, There's people that the literally final can't not Go to Florida <laughs> like, Well to be fair being in A theater with like seven other People socially distanced where you're not Exerting much energy And uh, not breathing hard And you're wearing a mask for most of the time is a much lower risk activity than than many things like being. No, I agree, but I'm saying you them.
5: you made a point. Tenant was playing. I had to go. Well, guess what? I know a lot of people that will just have to go to Florida.
6: Right.
4: Like, that's it. But those people are always have gonna to travel.
6: Go. I'm talking about the people who get away for
4: the weekend who aren't re- regular travelers or wouldn't well, uh, listen there is regular. no there is no one who isn't a regular traveler that like goes uh, that like oh i'm just going away for the weekend like you know, i mean who, i'm not who, wired who, like, who, that. Who like that who is that person travel. no t- I mean, t- I, tell me who the person is that regularly goes away for a weekend but is not an avid traveler not regularly but i you know there are many you know
6: I, you see all the time people say oh we just give, give we me go, an go example
4: give me an example of someone you know from your real life you you know that this is true. No, I don't, because decided- I'm someone who does do what exactly what you're saying. I mean, pre kids, my wife and I would go away for the weekend. Yeah, that's what we, I mean. Young married couples before they have kids. Yeah, that's right. And we would. I'm fly- not a- now. See, I'm but, not a traveler, but, but, but I would be an not avid traveler. Like every every right? month, we'd go for like to like Montreal for the weekend, or we would go to Chicago for the weekend, or we'd boo down to Boston for the weekend, and just take the round trip back. Just go there because the flights are cheap. I would say that's a pretty avid traveler. Beyond the fact that I'm traveling for work all the time anyway.
6: Yeah, so I just don't know whether that'll be inculcated in people who are 22 and 23. Whether that'll happen. I don't know. I, don't I know. assume
5: the 22, 23-year-olds are still like that. I know who are still going to be excited to like go to Niagara Falls for a weekend of Casino and Sundowner.
4: Yeah, like it, I, are like the 23-year-olds. Like they're going to go it, out. It all strikes back to if travel is down, that means more people were affected monetarily by the pandemic, uh, which they have been. Oh, that's it, a huge part of it. That That's going to be the biggest part. If people can actually afford to do this stuff, if people can afford to do it, travel's going to be at an all-time high. Anyway, that was Cuss Corner. The Washington footballs are at the Arizona Cardinals. Minus six and a half for the Cardinals. 46 and a half for the over-under in this game. I'm actually surprised the spread is this big, but I guess Arizona beat San Francisco. I thought more people would have been hyped for the footballs because no. they, play, they played really well, but I think Arizona covers this game pretty handily. Um, where was the, what, what was the stat that I brought up to you before? Oh yeah. Uh, the football's blitzed more in week one than San Francisco did all last year. Uh, and Kyler Murray in that game yeah, did okay. not gain a single yard rushing on a designed run. He gained 96 yards off scrambling. If He's going to get sacked a few times. He's going to get dropped a few times, but he's just going to run around like a crazy person to run around this defense. Also, The footballs, last year at least, gave up (laughs) the second-highest percentage of touchdowns on perimeter throws last week. Eleven of DeAndre Hopkins' targets were on the perimeter. Like, it's just a really bad matchup for them. And I just don't think—well, they got down and they came back against Philadelphia— I don't know if this team is just really well-equipped that if they do get down by a bunch, what's going to happen? Like, they were unable to run the ball at all last week. Peyton Barber averaged a career-high 1.7 yards per carry. They punched it in twice. A lot went right because of that defense and the offensive line. The the great front seven versus a banged-up offensive line. They were able to get some timely turnovers. They had so many sacks. If Wentz was mobile whatsoever, he would have caused a lot of problems for Washington and Kyler Murray is going to cause those problems. So I like Arizona minus six and a half. It's actually one of my favorite games of the week.
5: I am. I'll just be quick. I noticed that, um, I'm going to without question play, uh, Tampa Bay, Tennessee, and Arizona. And Tampa, what I, Tampa Bay's
4: a loser. They might lose that game outright.
5: What I mean by that is all these teams that I projected and most projected to be the worst teams in the league, I'm still going to pick on. I think I'm going to go 2-1 and one in those three games. I'm taking Arizona here for a lot of the same reasons I'm taking Tennessee.
4: Dwayne Haskins has covered four of his past six games, and this team is... Football competent. As yes, Tim pointed out earlier with Ron Rivera as yeah. their coach, they are a competent. And that D
5: line, you can you can hang around and be competent. Yeah.
4: Oh yeah, with that front seven, they can be yeah. within a touchdown in every single one of these games. I just think that Arizona's good. We picked Arizona at the beginning of the year. We like Arizona. I think Kyler Murray can win MVP. I think he's great. That Dwayne Haskins is good. He's not great. Kyler's great. So Arizona for me. So round of Arizona. Even the coin. I think we were. All winless on games we picked the same last week, by the way. We're all on Great. Detroit, too, I think, right? Uh, not the coin. The coin likes the Packers. But yes, as, as a collection, we are all on Detroit. We are all on Dallas, the Giants, and Arizona. So just fade those games fade those the other games. Way You'll, you'll have a good week, yeah. Kansas City at your Los Angeles Chargers. Did Tim talk about that game? Yeah, he said Arizona. Oh. The Chargers are eight and a half points at home. 47 is the over-under surprisingly Vegas and the Lions do not give Patrick Mahomes a lot of credit on the spread. They don't. Why? How's this I, eight and a half? I don't know. Mahomes and the chiefs have covered seven straight games. But the unders it's a lot it's is, a lot easier when you tease it down is four, two and one. No, but they've covered seven straight games. I know they have, but I'm going to tease. See, why do you need to tease it? You just bet the chiefs.
6: <laughs> well, cause you we could do that too, but I'm going to put
5: them in the teaser.
4: Chiefs. Chiefs win this game by a lot because mm-hmm. the Chargers aren't good.
5: I don't understand the spread. This is actually one of those games where like the only confidence I have is because the spread feels shorter than it should be. Like, you know, how that gam, like,
4: yeah, like the Philly game. Yeah. Right? Like
5: uh, I'm a gambler and I'm like, no, that spread should be 10. It should be 11. The public would still bet against the Chargers at 10 or 11 with the Chiefs having extra rest. So why is the spread this? I have no idea, but it gives me a, like the, a little more confidence. Cause it seems like maybe Vegas is trying to bait it, but I don't see a scenario. Like, I don't know how, I don't know. The Chargers chiefs, can't backdoor. Like well
6: they played well against the chiefs. Yeah. But that, they that, that,
5: that, 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 yeah, they, they played well in the scenario where
4: they had a chance. Like
5: they would get the ball to the red zone and then we'd settle for field goals or Philip would throw interceptions. I don't know that we're going to get like, I don't know where the opportunity to get within eight points is. Comes
4: from here. Just just have Paul give you the Tyrod Taylor spiel. Paul, let's hear it.
3: If you go down fourteen points, you're fucked. He can't throw. He can't get you back into a game. He's a game manager. He's so we gotta if have you're eight minutes drive. He can fight back because he can maybe get three field goals. But uh, yeah, down fourteen with Tyrod, game over. Nah, curtains.
5: Yeah, I don't think that's really a, a secret. That will be a problem all year. They have to have like eight minute bleeding clock drives i i I don't know
4: how about just instead of betting this game just bet that mike williams will score a touchdown because he loves beating up on kansas city
5: i just if there's a game the chargers want to get absolutely walloped get down 20 nothing let me watch golf and Uh, herbert
4: maybe herbert comes in the second half cleanup duty uh
5: give me the the chargers who i do believe uh (laughs) <laughs> Who I do believe, uh, I think actually played better last week than the final score indicates. They got f- two first in goals and settled for field goals on both of them. Classic Chargers. Classic Chargers. And Philip brought that juju to Indy, sandaling for important second half field goals that you needed to just keep adding more points. Um, this is my concern that I already addressed to you off air. It was great to see Anthony Lynn go for two fourth and shorts. The problem was the Chargers didn't get them, and now I'm paranoid that he'll be deterred from doing it again. But I think you just absolutely got to do it. And it was the most Especially generic, against the Chiefs. It was the most Yeah, absolutely against the Chiefs because three points means. Uh, so you
4: know the Chiefs are going for yeah, it on their
5: own 30. Three points is dog dick against the Chiefs. It like, doesn't get you anything. And punting to them, they'll just make back the yards you punted the field position in two plays. <laughs> The freaking Chiefs! Uh, I don't even remember what I was saying, but I'm I, I'm worried that Lynn will be deterred. But don't use these generic play calls. Just like Tyron,
4: they didn't even run with Tyrod.
5: They couldn't get the ball to Eckler in the air, which like fantasy guy was wouldn't shut I, up about. I was
4: pissed off about it,
5: but I, I watched some sort of deeper film on the game and play breakdowns. It's actually quite just the Charger game. It's actually quite amazing. The Bengals, like, they made it, and I guess it makes total sense. Tyrod Taylor, I'm just going to take that guy away and make Tyrod throw the ball nine yards in the air and see what happens because there's so many more variables there. Like, it seemed like every time Eckler broke out of the backfield, he had, like, one and a half guys on him. That seemed to be the Bengals' defensive priority, and you could argue that makes, like, a ton of sense.
4: So does that mean, like, Honey Badger just shadows him this week?
5: Maybe. I don't know. And Tyrod, unlike Phillip, won't get the ball there, like, under any circumstance, like he already made Hines, the new Eckler in like 12 minutes. Yeah. It almost shows
4: Taylor is going to be the good Melvin Gordon.
5: I don't know, but it just means like uh Sproles, Woodhead, Eckler, Hines. Like that's all very crucial to, to fill up. Uh, we're going to go baby blue with the sunshine gold pants. It might be the best thing that happens to us on Sunday. And we are going to be in a new building. How do I put this? Like, imagine the dorkiest, ugliest guy in your school showing up with, like, a supermodel. Like, what? That is us in SoFi. We do not belong in something like that. It is not of us. We are low-end, low bottom tier. We should be in some no-frills stadium, (laughs) two hours south of SoFi, that, that six parties contributed on from the Spanos family to the league, to the city, to San Diego state. We do not belong <laughs> in this building. It doesn't, it, 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 I feel so uncomfortable. It's like me trying to fit into a medium. Like, I don't know how to get these <laughs> pants on. We don't belong there. We don't belong in a building that is like some omnipresent palace of football. That's not us.
4: So it's so weird. You know, the Chiefs average 7% more yards per play on the road than they do at home with Mahomes. Better on the road. Fun fact. At least offensively. Tim, where are you going with this? I can see the Chargers covering the 8.5, but yeah, I'm, I'm just going to take it. Like, what is that scenario? Just Bosa gets in the backfield. Just like it's a bad game offensively for the Chiefs, and these eight-minute drives happen, and they actually score touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah, though. all that's possible. But, yeah, give me Kansas City. And you're teasing them down to what? Two uh, and a half? He's
5: down to, a, yeah, two and a half. I get a little Nansen Romo. Hopefully Michaels and Collinsworth uh, didn't
4: make a mess of the booth. That is, Nansen Romo are doing this game? Yeah. I guess, yeah, if you're Patrick Mahomes, I would have much preferred to see Nansen Romo, at Lamar at Deshaun Jackson, or uh, at Deshaun Watson, which is next. That's also a late game. Baltimore at Houston. Houston's a seven-point dog at oh. home. 52. Now you're done with the charges. So we don't have time.
5: I just wanted to say one no, thing.
4: No, wait, no, we're done. You should, if it was so important, you could have brought it up in an <laughs> eight meant, minute rant. I meant, I don't thin talk eight minutes. Uh, I don't know about that. It was at least six. Okay, I well, then I'll
5: have I, nothing to say about something else because I need to say something. Now,
4: Tim, well, we're moving on to the next game. Yeah, let's go. Uh, it, Watson in Houston, seven point dogs at home. 52 and a half is the over under. Uh, this was six and a half. It moved up to seven within the hour of us writing everything down. Um... Did you know that Lamar Jackson is 9-1-1 against the spread as a starter on the road? Crazy. And I was not really impressed with Houston, but they've had a lot of time off now to get healthy. I don't know what to do with this one.
5: I was dumb enough to take the the Browns, so I'm going to take the Texans. I'll take seven points. Again, I don't know. I took Houston last week getting 10 versus super elite team going to take them getting a touchdown versus the AFC's other elite elite.
6: Me too. I'm going to step in front of uh, Baltimore for the second week in a row like a fool. <laughs> uh, but, you know, Houston's had the extra time. And I still think, you know, that Watson's an excellent quarterback. That offense still has pieces that can, you know, that can get, that, that can go shot for shot with, uh, with Baltimore in a way that, you know, seem like the Browns just doesn't have the, the talent anywhere on the offense. I think the, the Texans do so. Yeah, I mean, I think the Texans keep it close. The Texans could even win. uh You know, it's not like the Ravens are like you know, unbeatable or anything. So, yeah, too many it points. Give me the Texans.
4: I don't think so. It might give be. me the points. No, no. Everyone's beatable. Give me, I w- me the points. I went big on Baltimore last week. I'm going big on Baltimore again. <laughs> They're just way better. There's two teams that are really good in the AFC. They are one of them.
6: Uh, there were three. The next one, too.
4: <laughs> oh, so now you're all in on the Patriots? <laughs> Listen, to try gives up on the Jets to curse the Patriots. Uh, This is very disingenuous, Paul. You know this. I know. (laughs) Sunday night football, Patriots at Seahawks. Seahawks are four and a half point favorites at home. 45 is the over-under. I really like Seattle in this game. Oh, I I forgot. I I, I need a Seattle loss here. That's right. He needs the Seattle loss. I just, I couldn't, it really stunned me. Of all the weird things that happened, maybe it was like doing a podcast over the, the offseason, talking with like different smart people and coaches around the league. Pete Carroll and Steve Kerr had that podcast. Maybe he learned something. But I told you yesterday, when we were talking yesterday, the single best thing that I've seen from Pete Carroll in a really long time is my favorite thing that any team can do on fourth and three, fourth and oh, four, God. fourth and five. Oh, well, it's fourth and five. Yeah, we're not running a five and a half yard play. We're going for a fucking touchdown. And we're going to go get it. And now that's on tape. Now teams have to respect that, making getting fourth downs even easier for them. But the big fact is they're going for fourth downs now because they have yeah, one of the best no. fucking quarterbacks in the league. This is what you should be doing. Yeah. Like, I really, I was very, I was big on Seattle coming into the year. I liked them even more after what I saw week one after going on the road. They're back at home. And man, Tim, you should have told me about this Jamal Adams guy. He is everywhere. A um, star. Yeah, he
6: played well. But, like, <laughs> I've got a, one QB on one side that's a former MVP and another. Oh, who so, Cam, so
4: Cam's good now? Oh, this is a no, big turn I for you.
6: played really well last week. I was impressed to see how McDaniels fit that offense together. Uh, I mean, they fumbled one ball in the one-yard line through the end zone. They could have won by, by a lot more than 10 points. Uh, I thought that the Patriots looked very impressive. They are basically a mini version of what Baltimore is trying to do. I think that's what actually what the Patriots are trying to put together here. And uh, we work for Baltimore. They're so they're, they're, like a triple option team in football. You don't see them very often. So they're hard to stop. And I don't think Seattle is fitted to stop this type of team. Atlanta, of course you just outscore them and just go bombs away. And Atlanta's got problems. So you can do that. Seattle can't do that against the Patriots four and a half, it, it is sort of silly. Uh, they have no home field advantage because the crowd's not there. Uh, i think newton played really well i was impressed at how well he played yeah i mean the patriots are gonna win the game outright and i like the patriots on the teaser so let's take them up to ten and a half. Oh, uh, i really 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 like new england here uh they are clearly a cut above buffalo miami and the jets in the division
4: i was wrong how much of this do you believe
6: no listen no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm not asking here you i'm asking
4: jeff
3: this is me being a
5: None of it. Zero percent. None of it. None right? it. None it's just of a lie. No,
3: no. Yeah. I, I, hope hope he mean, me- I hope he means it and that he's finally using the curse. He's like good.
5: Cam so, Newton takes
3: the Patriots. I like it. I don't stuff. like Cam Newton, but I was impressed at how they played.
6: And I can't lie and say that I wasn't impressed. He played really well. And I thought, like I said, a mini Baltimore is tra- they're trying to, to construct over there. And why won't that work?
4: I don't know with all the opt-outs that they had on defense. I don't know if their defensive line can hold up. And I do worry about their offensive line, too. But I think they're incredibly well-coached. I think Seattle's really good. Yeah, If you have <laughs> a lot of holdouts, keep your defense off the field by churning the clock and running the
6: ball. Textbook strategy. Okay, damn. Uh Jeff. It
3: is.
5: I think New England will struggle against teams like Seattle this year. Well, they'll succeed against teams like Miami, probably. Uh, These are situations, I believe, where they will struggle. Give me Seattle. I think this game will be, uh, I think Seattle's going to win by more than touchdown, actually. I think so. Hopefully, too. have a pretty good day. Well, if no, they,
4: they, they, if it comes down, to if Tim's free money teaser is looking good going into Sunday night, just go about the alternate spread. Seattle minus ten. Like
5: it could be a double win back where I'm literally going to try to win back all the money I lost on golf and Sunday football <laughs> in one Sunday night football Seattle bet.
4: Yeah, and I, I don't want to discredit New England. It's just I'm very high on Seattle here, and it's not just because it's in Seattle. All I don't right. care. I don't Definitely care where. I don't care where this game would be. I would take Seattle.
6: I can't believe I'm the only person out here saying nice things about the Patriots.
4: Oh, well, we are. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're saying lying. nice things about the Patriots. We'll go the other way, and so, you're being a liar.
3: Say nice things no, about the Patriots and Cam. Let's the the. Flip, I don't know. No, no, why, well, just I can't Cam here. I don't it's like Cam,
6: but I can't have this Buffalo team winning the division. I can't have that. They don't deserve it. I don't want it to happen. Is
5: it like because you've, you're just like They're so used to, to nice Buffalo Twitter? You're so used to Patriots Twitter, but yes. you don't you want know to have nice things.
6: I still can't have nice things. They can't have nice things. You, you, know, you know that the Jets could have drafted Josh
3: Allen, right? Whatever. Could have drafted I'd,
5: Lamar Jackson, I guess, too.
3: Or Patrick Mahomes. We could have done that too. This. this is this is right up. This is the content that really fuels me. This I hate great. the Patriots.
6: This is not a team that's going to win the Super Bowl, uh, but this is a team that's going to win the division. And I think I think Seattle's a bit fraudulent. You know, you talked about last week, people will be like, oh wow, San Francisco won that game against Minnesota. And we remembered it for nine weeks. That could be Seattle against Atlanta. What? Remember last a few years ago, Minnesota got no respect because San Francisco beat them early in a game, and people all, and people also gave
4: San Francisco like, way too much respect. That, for that, man. that,
5: that was, was the four first years year ago. We did this show? You're doing
6: that was a week one game. Anyway,
4: my point being, <laughs> you're just uh, alu- randomly alluding to a show from four years ago.
6: I got no. I, I don't have much respect for the Seattle team, and. Uh, I think they're
4: going to lose. This is I, a tough game. Is, is Seattle, because they have the Jets pick, the yes. most reverse curse team of 2020? Probably. Monday night. Here's not a fun one. Saints at Raiders. In Las Vegas. First time ever. Six and a half. The Raiders are dogs now. 51 and a half is the over-under. What would the
5: spread have been with with fans and this being the first night in Vegas, and what would have been a like a hornet's nest five and a half is five. it it was five and are a half we an hour? all that like when next year starts again are we gonna like? be adding the spreads or we're just going to take like sort of realize it wasn't important i don't know
4: i think next year we have to look at it and it's not because of fans like i think it's going to end up being like the golden knights where you have like the lower bowl that's like kind of like corporate fans but a lot of it's just like hey you're at the casino here's a free buffet and tickets to the las vegas golden knights it's gonna be the same thing with the raiders
5: yeah it's not cheap there either no it's it's not like it's
4: gonna it was it's not gonna be like it was in oakland no, they'll, they'll have a home field advantage for the first few years solely because teams are going to Vegas. And that they're being gonna get said, in, and they're going to get themselves in trouble in Vegas, but, but it's hard to go out in Vegas yeah, right now. You can't now. really go to Vegas. And, they got, right and now. you got Drew Brees. That guy's not going anywhere. And he's playing New up.
6: Orleans and New Orleans is a, is just as much a party city as, as Las Vegas is. not like they're going That's from weird. Buffalo to Las Vegas. It's New Orleans. Uh Yeah. I think the saints should win and, and uh, beat them pretty soundly. So I, I, would, saints I would down. I would, though the last part of the teaser and uh yeah i think the saints take care of business indoors in a dom on a fast track i was impressed with the raiders ability to put up points last week but their defense played terribly (laughs) one can assume that that is going to be a problem that continues to linger there's not big stars on that defensive side of the football and yes michael thomas is dinged up does he go does he not go we won't know until kickoff I, I,
4: i don't think that matters
6: well, I think it does matter. He's the best receiver in on either side, if not the best receiver in the game. I, I don't two, I don't think that receiver. it
4: matters to them covering or winning this game.
6: I do think they should carve up the the Raiders and they should win the game. And so uh, when I can get it down, basically a pick em on that that's the way to play it. Uh,
4: the Saints have won six straight games outright while being a road, road favorite. They've won 13 of their past 15 games as a road favorite. And during that six game winning streak, they've won by an average of 14 points on the road with just one of those wins being eight points or less. I think they blow out the Raiders. The Raiders aren't good. Yeah, they give the 30 to Carolina. Saints, Saints are Saints good. Are Raiders are good. Guys. I don't care that it's in Vegas with no fans.
5: Uh, Vegas. You're taking Vegas? Uh, sorry, uh, Saints. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Saints.
4: Well, it's down to the coin. So that means Vegas is definitely outright winning this game. Then I don't know if I'm going to end up betting this one, although I have a lot of confidence the coin is going New Orleans, too. I have a lot of confidence in this game, but... I feel like I'm not going to be alone. We've all just picked New Orleans. I want to hear the case from the Vegas better, besides the fact that everyone is taking the Saints. Because that's really, I, I don't know what the case is. What, what is the case? Track meet. It turns into a track meet. And what?
6: And it ends up 38-34 in the Raiders cover.
4: I don't know about that. For like I last week's game.
6: I don't know if I'm that sold on the, on the old Raiders offense.
4: I'm not either, but I'm just saying that's how, that's how you do it. All right. Brings us to the recap part of the show. Superlocks. Jeff, you and I, 1-0 and on Superlocks to start the year with those New Orleans Saints. Tim, 0-1, like I had mentioned. So, Tim, the floor is yours. You get first crack at this. New England. Really? I was going to do Seattle. New England, plus 4.5. Jeff, you felt like Indianapolis was your yeah. hottest take. Let's go there. Indy, minus 3 at yeah. home. I haven't narrowed down to, I like Minnesota on the road. I like Buffalo on the road, minus six. That Giants game is super interesting, but I'm going to lock in Arizona, minus six and a half. Just think, fool's gold, week one. with, With the footballs. I can see him keeping it close. I just think Kyler and DeAndre Hopkins are just going to be too much. They just possess such powers, which Washington's defense doesn't do well, that all of a sudden, if you get in a hole, it's just going to be too big to come back from survivor. Tim, who are you going with Kansas city, Kansas city on the road you're taking.
6: Yeah. I don't usually like to do that, but there are no big home favorites that I love this week. Uh, the only other one I think about was Arizona, but I ain't playing Arizona week two. That's that's foolishness. So yeah, I'm going I'm, and uh, I thought about the Saints, and I thought about the Packers, but in the end, uh, I'm going with uh, Kansas City.
4: I'm taking the Titans at okay. home against Jacksonville to keep myself alive and Survivor. So to recap your six-point teaser for us, please. Sure. Uh, you connect
6: the Bengals, the Jaguars, the Chiefs, the Patriots, and the
4: Saints. Bet the farm, win four farms. That's four to one? One two sure three is. four five. A five-game six-point teaser pays four to one. Indeed, is Tim lying about this too? I am not. I'm looking at the slip right now. Isn't that three to one? No, nope, I'm looking at it right now. I, I don't More. play. Te- I don't play teasers either. All right. So at- so four to one. Trying to dig yourself out of that hole of your six and sixty-eight lifetime like, record.
5: I, I always feel you're just better off uh, betting the games. Betting the games. Yeah. Finding a game and. Instead of needing four of them or five of them to win one bet, but just you could even add DJ to win, to win on bet. there
4: and get real spicy. You didn't even pick him to win. You picked Rom.
6: Yeah, but I also have DJ and one and done. So you can bet it twice.
4: Run it twice. One with DJ. One with Rom. Why would run you, it twice? Why would you put some? Why would you put a five-game NFL teaser parlayed with people that are already plus eight
6: hundred and plus and plus eleven? Now? No, no. It, 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 fair enough. But should either of them be the fifty-four hole leader?
4: Mm-hmm. Just saying. Well, I don't understand what you're saying. I
5: don't know what you're saying because maybe being a a 54-hole leader at Wingfoot might not be a great position. We'll see.
4: I mean, you're right. We we will see what happens, Tim. It's going to happen. We'll see. (laughs) Don't
5: worry, Tim is going to just follow Tim's feed because at some point this week, a guy that is currently 150 to one pre-tournament, he's going to bet at plus 250. I'm just saying, Streelman has some good numbers. Oh
4: no, I want (laughs) to. I, I, be, I bet Streelman at
6: 275 to 1. Well, like, he's really good with his wedges, and that's something that matters here.
4: Yeah, he's not wrong. I mean, there's a lot of good wedge players out there. I would think that, well, not. But meaning, I have a particular love for, for him this season. My patience has been worn. Jeff, thank you for being here. <laughs> I would like to thank the coin. I would like to thank Paul. I would not like to thank Tim Anderkast. Tim Anderkast. That is uh, not my name. If it's not your name, Tim, what is your name? Yo.
0: What? <laughs>
6: <laughs> See, what I didn't want to do is say it because you were going to interrupt me like the rock, and I wasn't going to fall for that this time.
4: It's not what I was going to do, but okay. Now you just come off as more of a <laughs> lunatic. Are you? Actually, I know your tri- Are you actually an insane person? I know you It doesn't crazy. matter if you're an insane person or not, because you are. It very clearly says it on the graphic right here. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I don't know how he didn't play football and has this much brain damage.
5: I heard you were crying on the weekend, and you're disputing it because you weren't, like, profusely bawling, so you don't I, Well, think well you that cried. to me is
6: crying is bawling. I, no. think I have a tear or two, maybe, but that's a mixture of dry air. Maybe your, your,
5: your, your take on crying is identical to your take on, like, mansions. And like luxury automobiles. Like if, well, if you're not doing, consistent. if you're not doing, yeah, I'll give you that. It's consistent. If you're not doing the extreme version, it means it like doesn't count.
6: In that instance, yes. I wouldn't call having a single
4: tier for oh, multiple reasons. So, so now we've gone from a couple tiers to a single tier. Tim. <laughs> oh, who can
5: remember
6: what Tim, it was? Are, <laughs>
4: not you because you're a fucking insane person. You can't remember anything. You just live your truth.
5: I cry. I, no. I can be a crier. Yeah, it's, healthy on, cry cry it's healthy like to cry. It's healthy to
4: cry. Yeah. Not Listen, about this. It's not healthy to cry. You're right. But Crying it's always. <laughs> football is not a healthy it's thing. It's always that good. That means you're kind of a lunatic.
5: It's good to <laughs> laugh. It's good to cry and limit how much you get triggered. But it's healthy to get triggered once in a while, too. Just not too much.
4: I agree with that. Imagine doing it over something that matters. <laughs> I agree. I... Don't
3: worry, Tim. You get Trevor Lawrence next year. Yeah, well, I hope not. You I don't can't... want Trevor
6: Lawrence? No, because that will have meant to like a one in fifteen season. And I Are you already
5: scouting like coordinators to see nope, who your head nope, coach might not be? Yet.
6: I want Jim Caldwell. I don't care. I said this two years ago, I'd say it again. It's who Caldwell. I want. I think that guy's an excellent
4: football coach.
6: <laughs> he, still...
4: he was barely alive last time we saw him. Is he still alive? Is he a Ravens yes, like
6: staff? He had a health scare last year, or whatever.
4: Yeah, after you said you wanted him as Jets coach, he had a fucking heart attack.
6: <laughs> anyway, I still like the guy. That's who I'd pick as if I could hand pick a head coach. It would be him.
4: It'd probably be Matt Rule.
6: No, I never wanted that guy to begin with. He didn't want looked the Jets. really brilliant. Looked real brilliant this week. He looked better than Adam Gase did, pal. And that was a great fourth down call. Well, no, yeah, Gase is terrible. Gase is almost in Bill O'Brien territory, and like it's hard to get there because Bill O'Brien's in a a category of his own, but. Gates get close.
4: Multiple time division winner, Bill O'Brien. I I know. I don't understand it. Maybe the Jets should hire Bill O'Brien. That'd
0: be great.
4: Trade. Bill O'Brien will trade himself to the New York Jets. (laughs) All right, that'll do it. Check out the rest of the shows up on Mayo Media Network. Smash the like on the way out. I want to thank you all for watching, Play in the listeners league. Subscribe to the podcast. Go to FDM Bets or FTNDaily.com. Use code MAYO. Get yourself a discount. We'll be back later in the week. We have more golf. We have UFC. We have more football. It's all coming here for you. And a reminder I am live every Sunday morning, 10 a.m. on MAYO Media Network. Myself and Brad Evans taking your questions and breaking down the final plays of the week. Bad prop plays, too. Big losers, all right? I'm Pat MAYO. Thanks for watching. I'll see you next time. Have your experience. What was it that you wanted to say about the Chargers? <laughs> Just it
5: was more about Lynn. I felt after the game in three separate interviews, he was adamant. Uh yes, like coach speak, we win the turnover battle, we win the game, but he was adamant, like aggressively angry about it, and I felt in all instances, uh to the locker room, to the to the to the press conference, media scrum he had to do and to a one-on-one with chargers.com, he was aggressive in all three instances, and I feel it was like um he was talking about rivers without talking about rivers, and he looked at that indie box score and do you, chuckled. Do
4: you think you might be reading too much into this?
5: No. No.
4: No whereas Adams is actually just taking
6: gratuitous, classless shots at his former team. I thought it was funny. Oh, yeah, real classy. He was everywhere, he to be man. To be a gentleman. I
5: watch him play, and that's what I think the Chargers are missing without Derwin James. And even if Derwin is 85% of Jamal Adams, it makes me so sad when um, I see Jamal Adams. You know what, May play.
6: played so well on Sunday that I wasn't too upset. We had two <laughs> first-round picks, and <laughs> May was running around all the place making plays. So Who? The
4: Jets made a lot of defensive plays on Sunday. Uh, we had a couple of turnovers, yeah. You mean the one that Josh Allen just handed to the defense? Josh Allen's not very good. Way better than Sam Darnold. Well, time will tell. Time has told. How much more time do you need here? I forgot Sam Darnold's six years old, so in like 22 years. In 22 years, he's going to be very good, isn't he? Yeah. Okay. Is he on the Jets next year? Okay.
5: No, but I think, okay, maybe not, but I think the team that gets Sam Darnold is going to get like a wicked player who might be ready to break out.
4: My Darnold to Miami? Well, they have a quarterback, but. Not according to Tim.
5: I'm trying oh. to think where it'd be funny. If I, what if he like Oakland, the, Patriots. the Patriots? Cause Cam's like a one year. Yeah, well, no. He gets a backup cam in new England next year and then take over for Cam and be a superstar. under <laughs> Bill Belichick.
4: All right. That's all I can handle. That's it for now.
5: <laughs> See
3: you
2: later.
4: Yeah. I don't know what kind of person goes away for the weekend, like on a flight yet. You wouldn't call them like an avid traveler. That person doesn't exist. Some people are just spontaneous. Like who? I just know of people
6: in the past. Then and tell said, oh, me, I'm tell me a of, person. Not to get on a plane per se, but just, oh, we're going to go away,
4: you know, an hour and a half away from now and stay at a hotel or something. Like, that's what I'm talking about. You, you just, there's no person that just randomly does that, that never does it again. Like, that's something that people do or they don't do. I don't know. You I mean you should know. I'm
6: telling you. I mean, I'm asking in part because, I mean, I don't like traveling. No, travel no. I, you,
4: I, you asked. We told you. And you're like, well, I don't know. Here's my no examples of people that I know of the point I'm making. You don't like to travel. So you don't no, want I people don't. to travel. I don't.
6: I, I don't. I'm not a, outside of like my comfort zone of provinces that I know. I'm not a traveler. Although I would like to go to Montreal again soon. Unless
5: I would that. like to go there too, especially if like Vegas is just so out of the question. We
4: we usually go there like twice a summer. We weren't able to get up. We usually drive I once would, and then fly once. I mean, I, I would like the to, driving part of it, but. Yeah, i would
6: like to go just to haven't been to schwartz's in a long time and do you want to go do the most generic things possible in my i love
4: schwartz's but
6: it's the best sandwich in the country and i will say uh, no other t- tim who only eats sandwiches at schwartz's or tim
4: horton's subway <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's real right. vast comparison there it, schwartz's is great and everything it it's a lot of hype yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah, not I significantly agree. It's good, better yeah. than anywhere else. It's pretty <laughs> good. I, I no, like it, it is, but, but I agree. It it it's is a, a good high. sandwich.
5: To actually be the reason to go there is pretty like insane. It, it's it's not not the the
4: Swartz's is now like an experience to go to. Like when you go yeah. and you wait in the line and then you go into it. Like it's fantastic. I like to do it too. Although I have friends that were very upset to him <laughs> uh, when I didn't tell them that I was going. But bro. We had one friend who was passed out at a bachelor party, so we didn't wake him up when we went to go because we went pretty early in the morning. Tim, me, and two other people. I brought him back a sandwich, like a smoked yeah, meat sandwich from upset. the place, and he, like, got mad at me <laughs> while he was eating it. He would take a bite and go, you're an asshole. Bite.
5: It's actually, how asked, would you know this? It's actually bite. such a horrible place to have to sit and eat at. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh like, it sucks. It's <laughs> yeah. so, like he actually got the yeah. best end of it. Yeah, we had to go wait in line yeah. for 40 minutes. That's actually, a, like, he got the best uh, you end of can't the whole deal. The,
6: the medium fat sandwich, I tell you. You just can't do any better.
5: What do you get? A Verners or something? You seem like a Verners. Uh, Verner's guy.
6: ginger ale taste but cherry cola, yeah, a hot cherry, cherry cola yeah, is, the, is, yeah, the traditional, for sure. is the traditional drink there. For sure. For so
4: let's sure. get let's get back to these games. Experience!